and gentlemen, welcome to the Giant Beast Cast. This is episode twenty. I think it's twenty. Yep. I think it's twenty-two. All right. My, I think yeah, my notes are twenty. Wrong. It's twenty. It's not twenty-two. XX. <laughs> nice. Very very nice. Twenty yeah, also. XX. Um, it is October 9th, uh, Friday, and we made it. Episode two zero. Yeah. Plus, there was a bonus one at the beginning. That. That was like the test one, so it's really 21. Old enough to party, oh, baby. I'm joined by Austin Walker, Jeff Backler. Alex Navarro is uh, out uh, enjoying life. Uh, I'll let him talk all about it when he gets back. and going to blow up his little vacation. Yes. But we do have Rich Gallo. Hey! How yeah. you doing? Hey! That's good. I'm great. Rich, uh, I, went to, um, I went to Podfest in L.A. Uh-huh. Uh, podcast festival and the at the podfest there was like this documentary and you know it was really it was nicely done Mm -hmm. i I believe it's coming out uh soon and in it they were like uh hey we're gonna interview we're gonna talk to you you know uh i'll make up a name uh uh, mike and 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 the wall right and like they've been podcasting since the beginning since 2008 (laughs) and all i could think it was probably a little early but all i could think of was like Man, that's when I stopped. I wish Rich Gallup were here. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know Rich Gallup, uh, I've known Rich Gallup for at least ten years. Yep. Uh, but he used to, uh, in addition to being a video producer over at Gamespot, uh, hosted the Hot Spot, the original podcast. It was the second video game podcast. What was the first video game? I podcast? don't remember, but we they stopped. I think the Giant Beast Cast. Yeah, that was That's it. it. Number one, twenty yeah. episodes in. Yeah. There's even no podcasting longer than twenty episodes. Well, we keep reinventing ourselves. We're like the David Bowie of podcasts. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, so Rich has been at this for a while. He's now over at um, still podcast. After all these years, he's now, he's now over at Disruptor Beam. Uh, let's get the formalities out of the way. Rich, what are you doing over at Disruptor Beam? Sure, Disruptor Beam. We have uh, two games. Actually, well, then there's another game that I'm not supposed to talk about, so I won't. But uh, Game of Thrones Ascent is our game that's live right now. Lots of people playing that all, all over the place on their phones and tablets and computers. And our game that's currently in development is Star Trek Timelines, a CBS. Affiliated property. Uh-huh. That's true. What yep. a great property that collusion. Yeah. They yeah. really know how to make a star movie. <laughs> uh, was it always CBS? Yeah, uh, Paramount was involved as well. Because I bet you deal with the licensing department quite a bit. So, like, yes. do, do you do you have to go back? Do you know the whole story? About like who who owns yeah what like was it broadcast like CBS mm-hmm. like, like that what happened yeah yeah if I happen. did it's because I read a Wikipedia page but not, not like my job's just like hey these nice people can we put this stuff in our game <laughs> sure. and they say yes like for example like we had we needed a female Klingon and I said and we said maybe we should use the time Gabrielle Union was a female Klingon in that one episode of Deep Space nice. Nine yeah. yeah half the people I work with have no idea who she is but uh, I said maybe we can't because there's some people we can't get likeness rights for but it's like 99% you can it's like nah we're no way we can get Gabrielle Union and we do nice how yeah. does that asset delivery work uh, well that, I'm very curious about stuff like that so we uh, you want the whole pipeline or just well, no, just part? like how do you get it how's it come delivered is it just like a like well we get we go and get it ourselves like off Netflix like we're doing really? like, screenshots and stuff oh, okay. yeah but there is a ton of stuff <laughs> I thought there's like this vault they had so there is that okay and where we're dipping to that the most which I think will tie in later to one of Austin's conversation topics oh. is with audio. Okay. So there's this CBS audio vault. I don't know if you guys know where it is because I don't. But basically, we said we would love. Look right next to my desk. Awesome. Yeah. We would love <laughs> this clip. 
of this app. We want we want Picard saying engage, or we want something more. You know, Worf saying it's a good day to die. We want all this stuff, and they say, okay, give us the time code and give us a couple weeks. And we'll get Are it you sure you. there's a couple vault weeks. and not just like they have Netflix? And- <laughs> <laughs> no, because they strip out all the other nonsense. They yeah, they the stems. All, yeah, oh, straight the stems. Dope. They really. That's yeah. amazing that they archive that. So, can I can I pretend for a minute? Yes. Is it like? Uh, who who knows anything about Harry Potter here? Yeah. I've read the book. What's what's the station? Where's the where's the station? Whatever they go with like the train station, nine and a half. Perito. No, that's a book. That's a different. Thing. I, I'm imagining the vault is like that, like whole commerce area, whatever. Oh, Diagon Alley. Yeah, di- where right. it's just like like some like crazy mystical guy in glasses is like. What do you want? And you're like, I need a Picard saying engage and pulls over that giant ladder to a stack of tapes and is like, do you want 19, you know, 95 for a good vintage season three episode four? Yeah. If I may, Mr. Guy, if I may be so bold, uh, the engage from episode 726 is fantastic. Like, I'll go with that. Whatever you choose. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> that's how actually exactly how we pictured as well. Uh, we got to take a trip out to L.A. where there's like a secret uh, office with a few people working it where they have a bunch of like stuff. Like yeah. I got to like hold Odo's bucket. Oh, that's crazy. I got like, uh, you know, Spock's <laughs> levitating boots from whatever. Jeff Backler has no idea. I don't, I don't know what that bucket is. You lost, you lost yeah, it at Odo's. Crazy. Is that like Karibo's shoe? Yeah, that, basically. Okay. Yeah, basically. So there's this dude, Odo, <laughs> Rene Abergeois, whatever you say his name. Uh, Aboriginal. I forget. <laughs> Blur that part. Anyways, <laughs> he was a shapeshifter, and every night when right. he wanted to recharge, he just melt into a puddle of goo in his bucket. I do that every night too. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, I do that after metaphorically the, after yeah. reading the comments. Oh. Just uh, keep a little bucket. Uh, just you're going to get better at Star Wars Battlefront. Don't, I will. Don't. I'm not good. Oh, well, I'm out of. Pra- I'm not going to say I'm not good. I'm out just out of practice. Yeah. I, everything's skill. You spend mm-hmm. time at it, you get better. Work that muscle. Got to work that muscle. It's different, and then you go play it's a different universe, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Star Wars. Yeah. So, what did you think of that lightsaber with like the the handles on it? Uh, I thought it was weird. Yeah, I didn't. It's it, it made kind some kind of sense, but if, mm. like if you're gonna do that, make it a whole plane. Yep, uh, like it, a circle. Yeah, why make it two little sticks? Because that's hard. It's I all don't... hard. You're a Jedi. Who cares? <laughs> you're hard. Man, we've gotten somewhere fast. Well, the best is the Colbert defense of it. You've seen that, right? No. Let's just keep it in CBS. Is that another CBS thing? Okay. No, he did it while he was still on comedy, where he defended how the beam comes out. Oh, nice. And it was. You got to do new things. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that other people can't license, right, JJ? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, seriously though. Let's talk about Star Wars. Okay. All right, so Star the, Trek, Vinny. Star Trek. No, we've had Star Trek's had its moment. Okay, um, thanks for letting us have that moment. Yeah, Star Trek. Do you have a date? Yeah, when's that out? This year. Yeah, yep. by end of this There's year. Not much yeah. left. So. Exactly. So this year, stay tuned. Okay, it'll be free. Cool. Nice. nice. <laughs> okay. It's my I, favorite. Wow, that's crazy. You're putting out a game for free <laughs> on mobile. Well, thanks. Just, just, just <laughs> thanks for giving it to for Just free. to call back uh, one thing yeah. to tie together the hotspot days with my current job. So I remember back when the hotspot came out. You know, you'd go to iTunes, and you know, there's still the iTunes look hasn't changed much in ten years. Yeah. They have that big carousel yeah. with the giant images, and mm-hmm. we got the hotspot was up there all the time. Because there were three podcasts. Basically. It was the car talk, the hot spot, <laughs> and the podcast. And yeah. now it's like to get that picture, like make or breaks it does. mobile game developers. Totally. Yeah, like if you get that, that is million, that's potentially millions of dollars if you made your game the right way. And now yeah. and that's like, yeah, pff, check out the screenshot where it's like me and 
Adam Carolla or something you know, <laughs> hanging out up top. Did you guys get the Adam Carolla license for this Star Trek game? <laughs> he was in that one episode. Yeah, he was. So he he's, he's in Enterprise, yeah. Sarah, also... Silver, Sarah Silverman was in an episode. Was she? Yeah, she was in, in a couple. Enterprise? In Voyager? What? Weird. Deep Space Nine? Jeff, you should watch some Star Voyager. Trek. Voyager. I guess, man. You should watch some Next Generation. I got, I don't have time. Yeah, that's no, I tough. get that. I get you know? that. Oh, you know, well, now you can just play it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, for free. All right. Star Wars, on the other hand. On the other Star hand. Star Wars. No Sarah Silverman. Boy, I was typing in something the other day that was like Battle something, and like the autofill just went crazy. I was typing in a video game name with Battle. There's too many. It's yeah. too much. And then I was trying to, we tried to type in before Austin and I were like Rebel Galaxy voice <laughs> actors, and Google just shut down. It was like, here's, you're talking about the SAG shit? I don't know what you want. <laughs> what, you Star Wars, Rebels? Rebels, what do you, what do you want? The TV I show. Could not have been a more confusing search. Star Wars Battlefront, uh, the beta, uh, has come out. It's uh, only in England. It's a beta. The beta has come out, and it is available, uh, I believe, for all PlayStation 4 owners. Not just Plus. Just Plus? No, I said not just Plus. Yeah, it's everyone, I think. I Mm. believe it's everyone. You play it online without Plus? The beta. Huh. I don't know. That's what I mean. I do have plus, so it's not. Yeah. I, do have plus, I don't though. have plus. Okay. So go find out. Yeah. I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, the, I also got a. a those PC mere one. facts are trivial. Yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah. Totally. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Let's talk about what it is. Uh, but we've been playing it. We did. Uh, I've been playing on the PlayStation 4. I believe there's a beta on the PC I as think well. So too. Uh, I, I don't know how that's getting distributed either. Through Origin. Through Origin. Uh, uh, somebody had sent around a code and it was like. Everybody jumped on the PlayStation. It's like in my mind when it came around in work, right? They were like, hey, we got some codes for the beta. And I was like, okay, I would really like to play this on PC. But I really don't feel like loading up Origin right now. Right. And this PlayStation 4 is right here. So mm-hmm. that kind of dictated that. For me, it was like that game looks really good. And I'm starting to worry about the condition of my PC. Oh, yeah. Or like, mm, like am mm, I, is this going to be, like, it's, I'm still fine. You're probably still better than a PS4. Right. But like, but it's a beta and like, uh, maybe it's sure. not optimized yet. Looks good on the PS4. It looks so, really good. So, uh, Rich, you haven't played it, correct? Uh, I've watched a little. Jeff, you played it. Yep. Uh, Austin, you played it. I've played it. The the beta basically encompasses uh, one of the co op campaign uh, missions that takes place on Tatooine, I believe. Yep. So that's you and another player who I believe has to be on your friends list if you want, or you could do it single player, mm-hmm. uh, which I did. It was and it's like wave based stuff. Yeah, and it's like, mm-hmm. hey, they're coming at us. Like we're stranded on here. That's all right. Yeah. That was all right. That one they showed. That they've been was showing basically that. the same thing they had at E3. Yeah, they've been yeah. they've been bringing that one out. I don't like that they're calling it like a co op campaign because that needs to be. Well, maybe they call it a not. mission. Maybe they're, they're calling it a mission. Well, I call okay. it a co op campaign. Okay. And I specifically did ask them. I think Jeff, you and I went to another event sometime. It's like, hey, do, do these stories connect? And they were like, no, these are scenarios. Yeah, like and like, there's yeah. barely any scenario there. The scenario is Tatooine has some stormtroopers on it now. No, it's like Akbar. He's like, oh, no. yeah. he's like, oh there's, there's people coming. He like, does, does say that. That, yeah. was, that was Admiral Akbar as a South Park character. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's like, be on the lookout. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he, like, he's for some reason like whistling in your ear, like, yeah. like you're stranded. You, you crawl out of an escape pod, and he's like, well, watch out, there's smoke troopers coming. And it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, Akbar, take those marbles out of your mouth. Or like, send help, dude. Yeah, Don't dude, just keep sending me sends, pods. With... Said, hey, I'll send you a pod with a power oh, up yeah. in it. Yeah. He's like, you're on your own, dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So anyway, uh, that, right. that's in there. And then they have the, you know, what I believe would be the meat of the game, the multiplayer stuff. 
and they have two maps. One is like uh, you're either Rebel or Empire. It feels a lot smaller, so I think the player count. Call, yeah, it is. It's definitely smaller. I think it's a twenty person map. So maybe? ten on each side, maybe. And it's like the Empire versus the Rebels, and there are these uh, pods uh, yeah. that have come down, and you have to go uh, claim the pod and defend it. Defe- right? Yeah. So go so defend. You're them. racing to the pods, right? <laughs> it's yes. funny because your, your, nice. pod, your, your pod, your pod yes. racers. I was yes. kind of fascinated with that. I just I played like eleven matches in a row, and wow. I was just like, of that map. Yeah, I, I did was, a lot of that. To level I was like, up why before. is this so much fun? Because it, because it's fun it. because it's baby mode. The real mode wow. is the well, see, what the I disagree with this completely. Yeah, yeah it's, is why is it baby mode? Because it's like it's like uh, 10, 10 on 10. What is this, like 1902? This, this is the paintball conversation from last week. It is, man. It is? Yeah. That I call that Jeff, baby mode, too? No, no, no. Jeff I call that wants like, in the ball pit? Jeff, oh, right. Jeff wants like the, the well-balanced like actually competitive exactly. game experience. Oh. Vinny wants you the want scenario. Yeah. Vinny wants you the want, feeling of experience. You want the fireworks. Yeah. You he want wants the production Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. You want the screen wipes. And I want the music AT-ATs swelling. with TIE fighters crashing into the X-Wings in front of me. Yeah. I don't want like hiding behind a rock trying to win. No, yeah, right. you're just a sucker for eye candy. Right. I, you don't care I, that like I, the rebels have never won that mode once since the beta's gone up. I that's, don't know if that's, that's how true. It should be. That's canon. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, canon. You gotta stick to the story, true. right? Uh, so yeah, the the, the uh, actual if if you've got um, two thumbs and are not an infant and want to play uh, the real mode. <laughs> we keep downplaying. I've my, never heard him like this. And I'm doing all right on that. I'm I come in, I'm like, I'm kicking ass yeah. in that mode. And Vinny's like, you're a loser. <laughs> you're a little baby He's like, you're a little baby in the ball pit. <laughs> That's what he said out loud. In and front then of, he shoved a pacifier in my face. In front of everybody. Yeah. I don't know where he had that well, pacifier. I don't know he has why I was kids. sucking on it. You always have a pacifier. Yeah. Pacifier in one pocket, matchbox card in the other. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> and, and wipes in the back pocket. Yep. The uh, the reason I say that is because I'm terrible. At it. Oh, because I'm terrible at both modes. Um, and I beat your time on the wave mode too. You did. Ooh. Eat it. How by how much? A minute. Really? Because yeah. I I was pretty bad at that too. You're <laughs> uh, getting dragged through the no. I'm mean, totally teasing. And uh, the other mode. So there's that one, and then there's the, obviously the hot level, right? And it's like that's the the D Day like choice there, Cotton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's. It's actually visually stunning. I, well, stunning might be a little bit of a... It looks great. Uh, you have the AT-ATs marching towards the shield generator, and the rebels have to take them out, but for some reason... Uh-huh. This is a little creative license. A little bit. They can only shoot them if a Y-Wing squadron does like a bombing run on them, and I, I don't know what they're... They don't actually say what they're bombing with, like ion bombs or something. Yeah, yeah, but don't like, worry about it. Then they become invincible. <laughs> Uh, and that's the window to attack. Do them. you call Wait, things invincible when you can affect them because your name is Vincent? <laughs> Why amazing. not? Vincible? Yeah. Vincible. Uh, vulnerable. Vulnerable. Vincible. Sure. You're uh, you're Vincible or you're invincible. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it, Vince. <laughs> what do you say, vulnerable? My name's uh, not Volney. No, right? it's not. It's not Involney. Uh Anyway. <laughs> The point is, so yeah, you have to hold these like you have to hold these like uh, outpost things, these like radar dish things that like call in the signal in the Y wing, wing strikes, and then three times in the battle, the Y wings like come and deliver the bombs according to how long you've held. Yeah, or or, I th- or maybe how many you do. Like you, you you activate them, and then a timer starts going right. to defend them. And once you're done defending them, it adds a Y wing to the strike. Right. Mm. So you can get like I don't know. Let's say you have four Y wings come in uh, at the set point when the strike's going to happen. Like every Let's say it's a sick argument. Five minutes, 
Um, and the, right. the war, more Y-wings you have on the strike, the longer they will be. All right. And the more Vincible. time you... Mm, God damn it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, then the more damage you can chip off. And there are moments that, there that are really cool because, like, that, that 60 seconds or, like, that 10 to 60 seconds, depending on how well you've done at getting Y-wings as the Rebels, is, like... Everyone do this thing right now. Yeah. It feels like, it, you know, I just did the Destiny raid. It actually feels a little bit like that, where it's like, now, 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 now. Everyone's got to shoot. The X-Wings got to start dropping their bomb. Like, everybody uh, has to focus there immediately. Wings? There are A-Wings. Are there tow cables? There are yeah. tow cables. Excellent. There's right. no, there's right. so, the, <laughs> the, the Rebels can control. Uh, an a- so the other map, the uh, the uh, preschool map, does not have uh, any vehicles on it either. Mm. So the Hoth map has uh, A-Wings, uh, X-Wings for the Rebels, and... In the very last, it seems like it Austin, is you can confirm the last this. One, as I've seen. The very last strike, uh, the snow speeders come out with the tow table, tow cables because they're instant kills, right? right. So it's last mm. ditch effort. Uh, the which is a nice thing, like like cinematic, very cool of just like oh, I got the I got it, like and I did it for you one gotta of them. Get I awesome. did not get both of them. Uh, no. The Empire gets um, ATSTs. Uh, you can sit in the turret of the ATAT. Uh, you're not walking. You're not walking. By the way, can I say I appreciate you saying ATAT and not at at? I say at at. I say ATAT. Me too. It's ATAT. Yeah, but do you say TIE fighter? No, I say TIE fighter. Wait, sorry. Why can't I say at at? Because they don't say it out loud in the movie. No, they don't say anything out loud in the movie. But they say TIE fighter. Yeah, because they're ties. They say tie fighter, or they say imperial oh, imperial they, fighter. They, are they I don't know. ties? They're bow ties. They're bow ties. That's not. It's twin ion engine. They're That's, bow tie it's fighters. Both. It's both. It's both. <laughs> it's because both. you know they had bow ties. <laughs> In, have you seen Star Wars? Yeah, I've seen all those. Okay, okay. are you watching but, the porn? No. Or what, okay, that is what I just done in my own head. Okay. Austin was into it. I was. Yeah. I still they look like bow ties. Yeah, if like you ever if you ever look very closely, uh, Vader has a little uh, tie fighter bow tie. Also, in, the, yeah. in the remastered yeah. Han Solo yes. has one His untied. Yeah. He's just, just kind of hanging down because he just came from a party. He's casual. Right. It's yeah. a casual tie. Yeah. Uh, I, I grew up saying at at, but I'm totally willing to go yeah. over to at at. No that's wrong. where there's we're at. No, there's no wrong answer. That's where we're at at. Mm. <laughs> okay. Here's my problem with at at. Yeah. Is I can't say at. St- yeah, I can't. I can't. You have to do atst because yeah. they also have those. I know. Yeah. I know. Whatever. That's it. That's the only reason I don't say at at. I uh, like. Say, here's the thing. At at. Say it. At at. It sounds at, good. Feels at, good. At, at at. I'm not. It, no, at at sounds like he hangs out with Jar Jar. It does <laughs> not sound like one of the coolest vehicles. You know what it is? Here's what it is. I think the Imperials call them ATATs and the Rebels call them ATATs. Okay. Fucking ATATs sure. coming for us, man. You it's know? Like, it's like, right. It's like when people in like zombie movies call them like deadheads or something right. like that. Right. Let's call them I don't know. I'm not impressed with the ATAT in terms of like technology. It's dumb. It seems but like it's we've cool. got all this cool shit. Here's this fumbling robot. Yeah, but why don't they just. Fly their ties bombers and yeah. blow up the Well, Because those base. things were never really in atmosphere in any of the movies. Except now they are. Now in this. They, and the Y bombers are totally. And like you and I, Austin, we were talking about this of like, so to get in a vehicle. Oh, right, let me finish. So yes. you get, I'm um, sorry, the uh, vehicles you get for the Imperials are the uh, ATSD. You can, you can shoot the turret on the ATAT. You can uh, fly a twin ion engine fighter uh, low orbit. Uh, in yeah, low orbit. Uh, yeah, it sounds like bugs are in my ears, but let's just go with it. And um, there's like a tie interceptor. There's an interceptor. There's an interceptor uh, which I love the interceptor, but yeah. again, it feels weird that it's in atmosphere to me. And I believe that's about it. And there are turrets on the ground. Those like radar dish turrets or whatever the hell those were. Yeah. So the the way you get into vehicles is like it's you run and you pick up a like a power. It's like a little holographic power up floating in, in the uh, in the air, and then you got to use it. Okay, you don't get in the vehicle, 
which is like kind of what I want. I want to like take off from Hoth, right? In a snowspeeder. I want to yep. land it. Of course. But, but then it would like be weird, right? If you're like, yeah, these, this X-Wing was just kind of sitting here. I guess I'm just going to take off. I don't know. But then like maybe not. Like are X-Wings supposed to be there? How is a twin ion engine fighter supposed to have the thrust to take off in gravity? Oh, maybe God. it can't. Oh, God. How does that lightsaber work? It exactly. Doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Magic. Midichlorians. So the uh, the stuff is super fun, and like uh, it, that one's twenty on twenty, I believe. Yeah, twenty on twenty, uh, and it's just a mess. So it's blast. Is the it, part that's been coming across that I've seen is everyone talks about how awesome Darth Vader is in it. Really? Yeah. Well, just awesome is strong. Is he? The, basically, like I, I see. Like, so you can, like, oh, Darth Vader is totally ripping things up while I was that flying That's rad. Yeah. Is he, he an NPC? No. no. You could so another one of the power ups, another one of the vehicles you can inhabit oh. Luke and, and Darth Vader. Oh, the hero cool. character. But it made it sound like there was an NPC. that's like you get to follow Darth Vader around and he. No, that's a player. Yeah. yeah. And it's a little weird. So he like you get the power up and all of a sudden you take a knee and then you come out as Darth Vader, right? And there's like a there's like a quick little cutscene of you like entering the battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? Um, do they, they play the music? They play. I think when Luke comes out, it's like dun dun dun, yeah, dun yeah. and the Superman music plays. <laughs> uh, it's weird. And then, uh, then you run around and you just swing a lightsaber, force choking people, right? Mm-hmm. Until you just get chewed down by like laser blasts. You and then, die. You can and die. Then you, no, you take a knee, and he puts it like the thinker, right? Puts yeah. his like head down, and he's like. Uh, and then he kind of hangs out there until he disappears. Yep. There's, there's, lots of, there's lots of appearing and disappearing people in this game. Like, which is, it's Battlefield. So, well, like, guess people what? pop that, into existence, but, but it, it's weird. That makes sense with Star Wars. He should have just, like, yeah, like, that's okay. He should have jumped or something. Just jump off screen, like, oh, like, a <laughs> force jump. He should have just flown away. So, like, my totally. people need me. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like, when they're, uh, when he's fighting in the the bowels of the Death Star versus Luke, and they're like they're jumping through the pipes and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, like they jump a lot. Yeah, they Luke, can jump. Luke, Luke was doing the jumping there. It's, well, this is this is young Vader. This wow. is Empire Vader. He's okay. a little younger, and they yep. do disappear. Like Obi Wan totally disappears yes, when he gets killed. But yeah, but he's Luke. dead. Yeah. So the, here's the thing: it's like I do think that it's a little janky. But there was a moment that I had playing as Luke that was just like. Yeah, this works, which was I was inside that, you know, like the launch bay of the Hoth base is, is pretty well like yeah. they, they invoke it at least. They don't necessarily replicate it. Yeah. Um, but you're, I was in there and was like, we have to hold this position so that we can call on the Y-Wings. And I was Luke and I just had my lightsaber I'm like blasting or blocking blaster bolts so that they couldn't move in. I killed the few stormtroopers in there and I stepped forward. I was like, all right, let's get out there and go get the other one of these radar dishes. And I turned and Vader was there. And it was like, oh, shit. What's like, up, Dad? That was like this dope <laughs> moment of like, ah. And then I hit like the R1 button and did my like charge attack and I killed Vader. And like, that was it. And <laughs> so it was like, it was roll like, credits. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. So I wish that the end of that thing was something. I wish there was yeah. like, like, you suggested really like a quick time event. Yeah, even, they, they or should, like, if they meet up with each other within like yeah. 10 feet, it should turn into a quick time event where you're just like, has it. So everybody watching sees an awesome lightsaber battle and the guys who are playing are just like have to go through like who hits A first kind <laughs> of thing, right? Just something. having a sick quick time event. Those are cheap, yeah. Or, or, that's or, not feature creep at all. Or, or just like, or, or at least like jamming the A button as fast as you can. Uh, I don't care. For, I, why do you, for you two want out of that? the 40 players. You want that. It's better than like watching like Darth Vader and Luke like jump in circles, like trying to like, like, like hit their heads from, together. Yeah, like ruin the whole kind of like, yeah. oh wow, here are the main characters from this, like trying to dry hump each other. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it went from like this really high moment for me to yeah. like, oh right, this is still just a basically a battlefield game. It just, it exemplifies how kind of tough it is totally. to do this. I'm I just, sympathetic. I, I just yeah. gave you two solutions just right out of the game. <laughs> yeah, Free, just get, yeah. Put those in. But uh, I really like it. I think it is, uh, there is no 
spawn time, at least in that map. So you die, you just come back, mm-hmm. right? You just, or, and they constantly let you spawn on uh, partners in the battle. So you're not... Do you think that's going to stay in? I hope so. Uh, it seems like... Have they ever had that before? Call of Duty's had the spawn on team kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, the, perk, I mean the no cooldown on, on respawning. I don't know. But that, the, the pace is so fast, it would kill it if they did. You go down so quickly. It's, you yeah. know, and it really contributes to the notion that the, ba- that the battlefield feels like chaotic, like the way Hoff looked, where it's just like there's always... Stuff is always popping off. There's always lasers mm-hmm. in the air, you know? It, there's so much going so, on. So the producer in me says, wow, if I really want to stress test my servers in a beta, I'm going to turn mm-hmm. off the cooldown because that's a, an exit point. People would stop playing the game. I'm like, oh, I don't want to wait for this cooldown to happen anymore. Yeah. But if you keep keep me in there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I hope not because uh, I stink and I die in like five seconds. I will like, say yeah, we, we, uh, there was a moment yesterday during the stream. You can watch this and archive of this on the site. But where I was trying to get into your game and it was yeah. filled up and no one left the whole game. And mm. I'm, now, that, now that you mentioned that, I'm like, huh, I wonder if there had been you know, a, a death weight that people would have left a respawn time there. Uh, you can play that now if you've... Uh, I don't know if Xbox One folks can get in on so. any kind of beta. But uh, yeah, we've got a uh, rec- little recorded session up there. I'm sorry, I don't have the, my fact sheet in front of me, but um, you can go check that out. All right, moving on to other EA news. Uh, I actually quickly, I'll just kind of run down this stuff. Uh, I went over to uh, EA headquarters, not EA headquarters. That's here. That's not I went over to Union Square uh, where <laughs> EA was showing off uh, a couple of other games. Uh, here's a little joke. It's, okay. not, it's not a joke. Yeah, oh. It's a story. Sure, I, I don't know it. my words very well. I was streaming Star Wars Battlefront here at the office. And I was like, I got to go on the stream. I was like, I got to go by 1145 because I got to be at EA by 12 for my first appointment. Mm-hmm. So I was like wrapping up like Star Wars Battlefront made it to level five. This is great. I'm having a lot of fun with the beta. Bye, Austin. I got to go. Yeah, have a good one. Run out. Get there. First thing I see, Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> like, great. What are you guys showing? It's the beta. It's like, great. What level are you guys? Oh, this guy's like level two. <laughs> like, it's like, I'm level five back home. I, I can be back in like 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, so my first point with, with them was to go see that. I, I think that stuff is fun. I, I really like Star Wars, so I'm okay. Yeah. I uh, want to see more levels. Before we move off completely, absolutely. I want to see more levels because I it's $60. And I've got criticisms of it that yeah. uh, that might get worked out, might not. It needs to have the dolphin dive or some kind of like go prone because you just want to dodge bullets. You're getting it. You're getting it. You think? Of course you get it. You're getting yeah, it. Probably, yeah, probably. But like, but oh, oh, I'm getting the game. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, yeah. 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 Okay. The sound work is so good. Dice yeah. does such a good sound work, and oh, and like so when it's good. Star Wars, like it's oh, I love these sounds already. Yeah. So they they did it. Uh, so I also saw at EA they had a Mirror's Edge Catalyst. Yeah, mm. tell me the, everything about so the that. origin oh, okay. story. Yeah. yeah. So I said that it's faith. a it's a Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It is an origin story of a faith. So is it is it the world normal before? No. Okay. <laughs> so what happens? I don't it's know. It's before they invented guns. Is it before no. they invented... It's before Faith wanted to use a gun, I guess. Running. So there's K-Sec, which is like... That movie with Kevin Spacey yes. and Jeff yeah. Yeah. That is <laughs> what she's fighting well, against. That's K-Pax. That's K-Pax. Go on. We should watch uh, K-Pax. It's not the worst. Go on. <laughs> K-Pax pretty weird. It's not great, what but happened? it's not Does the... he actually go back? Yeah, again? he's yeah. a okay. fucking alien. Yeah, but that's <laughs> I put that movie in the same category as I do. See, I'm going to see if you're with me on this. Uh, Phenomenon? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, and, and the other. Powder. Powder, oh, powder yes. also. Yes. And also the other Travolta. There's Michael. something about them. Face off. They're like not super accessible. Alien stories, yeah, or like well, low sci-fi, stories. like like yeah. sci-fi, but like kind of mundane, kind of like 
That's just a dude with weird powers, or I'm an alien. Like, meh. Phenomenon. Yeah, I have a sweater alien. on. No, but he has weird powers. Yeah, he has weird powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucy is what you're probably thinking of. No, I'm not thinking of no, Lucy. No, no one's no ever one thinking of Lucy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Mirror's Edge uh, Catalyst. I, I sit down in this room. There's four of us. They, do, they have a very small, intimate uh, room. Sure. The guy puts on a movie. He's like, hey, before we get playing, we got 15 minutes. It's my favorite scenes from K-Pax. Yeah, let's go. Actually, it's I think it's supercut. Put on your giant sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> so, the demo is like 30 minutes, and they show it's a 15-minute movie. And it's like... 15-minute movie? Yeah. And like we're going we're gonna to set this up for you. And it goes through, and it's like, you know, Faith's the runner in the glass city. And she's like, uh, what does that mean? It means that you run on rooftops and all this stuff. Going through some of the story stuff, Like right? a world-building video. Basically. But it's... The whole thing is presented like an airline put on your seatbelt video mm. uh, to the point where it's, uh, at some point they go. Uh, Thank you for flying. <laughs> well, they're like, OK, now before we go play, just want to go over a couple of things with you. And it shows a picture of a controller. Right? For 15 minutes. It, this is like the last two okay. minutes of it. And it's like uh, you're going to want to use the left trigger to do things that go down. It's weird. And the left bumper to do things that go up. They know their audience. If you can do these things, you'll be OK. If you have any problems, raise your hand, and a dice associate will be with you shortly. Like going to like, and it was a single room, so obviously they made this video for like Gamescom or something like that because they're like, when you enter the next room, remember there's no recording or pictures allowed. You know. <laughs> if I'm you, I'm like looking around. The room, yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Is anyway, about to happen? it was really weird. Uh, but but then, then you get to play it. Then we played the game, and they're like, you'll have 13 minutes. <laughs> And I was like, that's funny. Like, I guess uh, that's a funny thing. And then I sit down and I hit start on the demo. There's a 13 minute timer counting down. Uh, And like, so they give you three missions to do. So they give you the tutorial first. uh, And it's cool. So Faith is like getting uh, released from um, some uh, detention detention facility. Yeah. Uh, And they're like, uh, hey, you got to get a job within like two months. You're going to be back here. And she's got like a parole bracelet and the whole thing. And it's well done, and it looks good. And then, you're up to me, you wouldn't be getting out of here, right? Like, oh, okay, tough guy. And then you <laughs> it sounds really well done. Yeah. And then you then you leave. It look it looks really good. Uh, and then you leave. You walk out, and it's like there's the gate, and then this like red door opens up next to you. Like, Faith, let's go. <laughs> and like you're like at, right outside this like police station, right? And she walks through the door. She's like, like within minutes, pops the bracelet off. And like you're running, it's like she's hooked up with like an old acquaintance or like no. A, she's like, who are you? Like I, I, I knew Bill. Like let's go. So it's uh, like all on the honor system. Like kinda, but like, like let's not do anything they told us to. <laughs> well, right. She's like, she's like, I ain't. She gives her a con. He gives her a contact that she puts in that lets her see the world. Uh, you know, with Renner Vision and all Put that stuff. Put on the glasses. Put on the glasses. Yeah. Uh, and they disconnect her. You know, the, the I should say the video helps set this up with like, uh, hey, uh, KSAC, which is like. Cr- I want to say Krogan security, but it's not. It's like Kroner security. The guy's name, uh, you know, rules through like commercialism and mass, like keeping the people uh, uh, sedated through like just like keep buying, keep buying. So put she's, on the glasses. Put on the glasses. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, it, uh, but, but the the video you watched better sets up than I did. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like why she's incarcerated and why. Yeah, like she, well, so that's what I want. Yeah, it's know. the prequel. She's a runner. She's 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 running stuff for. Um, the good guys, the, the run, rebels, the, the rebels. Yeah, all right. I don't, through, through Hoth, I, right? I can make something up, but I, just I don't want know. More can you jump kick exposition? Darth Vader in uh, this game. Uh, 
I haven't gotten to that. Okay. And what kind of shoes is she wearing? Good, good question. Good ones. Sneakers, obviously. Uh, Adidas. Uh, she, so, so anyway, so the game turns into an open world. They fast forward and they're mm. like, okay, we, you get it. You get how to do it. And it goes into an open world and you can choose a bunch of missions. <laughs> the missions were, tell me which ones you guys would pick, right? Okay. There's a, hey, there's a point-to-point race. Okay. Nope. Uh, there's a uh, find your way up to the billboard to hack it uh, puzzle. Or uh, you could do this delivery mission, which will introduce you to the combat and uh, introduce you to a bunch of new mechanics we've put into uh, Mirror's Edge. Pick whichever one you want. <laughs> right. Uh, as a player, I'd pick the second one. As a member of the press covering the game, I'd pick the third one because that's the one they're prepared to talk about. Well, so like I picked the one that was like the combat and everything, right? Yeah. Because it's like, I want to see this. And that's cool. So, again, it's open world. So you do actually – well, this stuff was open world that they showed us. You can kind of run wherever you want. Uh, obviously not on the street. Don't right. Like, it's only on the rooftops. You still. die, right? If you fall down yeah. off the rooftop, you die. You can't like. I, um, uh, something, you don't, you something, don't take a knee. I'm weird. Yeah. You don't take a knee. Yeah. Oh, it like fades and then comes back up. So yeah. this was in the vertical slice or whatever you want to call it. They showed us. So you can go inside some places, run through some buildings. Uh, but I set my waypoint on the map and I ran to it. And when you set the waypoint, I wasn't 100 percent sure. If it then uh, made certain paths red gotcha. uh, to follow, uh, there was red stuff painted on the map, but I don't know if it was there so before I hit the waypoint. you didn't try that out by just taking off the waypoint. Like when I tried, sw- when I tried switching the waypoints, it didn't seem to change that okay. much. But, uh, but I could be wrong. It could just be like the path went that way. Uh, so you do your Mirror's Edge stuff. The flow is good. You're running. You, you get momentum. Uh, the combat is cool. So they have a... Uh, um, I forget exactly what they call it. I'm going to call it flow combat, which is like you're running, you hit the button, you do like a spin around the guy's neck, he goes down, but you keep your momentum and going. And then they have one where you transfer your energy. They call it like transference attack or whatever. So if you're running, that's basically like they should have called these like Newton's attacks, right? Like you're you're a body in motion who has now transferred its energy to the other guy. You push him off a ledge, but you'll stop, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did not see any take any this Nazi. I did not <laughs> see any take the weapons away from people. No, like uh, grabbing guns. I think they've. No. I think they've said no guns. I'm right? pretty they, sure there are no guns. There was that in the first one. Yes. It was the, it was the worst bit. part. It was the worst yeah. bit. Because uh, you couldn't basically stop anyone with a gun. Mm-hmm. You couldn't get around. Right. That's right, like right. not what that game was. How? Yeah. What, what year was that again? Uh, 2099 is when KSEC takes over. Okay, right. thanks for taking that question seriously. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming to the panel. Uh, that's going to do it for Jive Bomb. Uh, uh, that game came out in 2000, I want to say, 8 or 7? Yeah. Right. That sounds right. Yeah, because yeah. I think that's when I still was at GameSpot, so that'd be... So that. when you were still there, did you say? Yeah. You were not there in 2008. 2007. Mm, wow, is it that? I think so. Wow. I don't know, time. So explain to me... Wh- you know what you like better or don't about the newer Mirror's Edge. Like, are you excited to do okay. this again? Yes, I am, and uh, this is why I will tell you I'm excited. I, I liked Mirror's Edge. I didn't love it. I know a lot right. of people love That's it. That's kind of the feeling for everybody. I think. Uh, no, some people really love it. Yeah. Uh, the I'm excited about the promise of them seeing what worked in Mirror's Ooh. Edge and expanding on that and knowing what. That game sucked when you lost your momentum. Yeah. Yes, it was incredibly. Uh, it was just jarring. Yeah. So like, if they figured that out and are like, "Hey, you come up against en- enemies and like you're doing these flow attacks, so just keep moving, keep moving." 
So That's what like, I want. So it's so it's gonna be very generous, maybe. I don't know if generous is the right word, or just figuring out what's fun about that game. Or like another thing there is just like the notion of it being an open world versus being like carefully altered levels. Not yeah. that those levels in the original didn't have lots of ways through them, yeah, but I they were like that though. What that there were only I certain. Li- I kind of liked it a little linear. Well, the, so I, sure. you'll pick up your mission and then it'll be linear. Yeah, you'll be in the in yeah. the you'll interior get your go to your main story thing and don't do the point to point races or whatever okay. open world. But the other stuff. stuff, like I could imagine, if you're doing a, just like a delivery mission and you run into some some guards or something, having the ability to be like. All right, I'm going to go the long way around here to, to escape or something. Could feel a little safer and freeing in a way that that doesn't force you down the path of combat if you're like completely trying to avoid that. Yeah, possibly. Having, I like uh, you know, obviously the way I went you ran me into combat. Momentum, you know, ran me into some combat. Uh, so it was it was quick. I had 13 minutes to play. Right. So mm-hmm. and then they like shut it. That down. wasn't that wasn't enough time to get to develop a, a kind of a holistic <laughs> understanding <laughs> no, of Mirror's Edge no, Catalyst. No, no, because like five Weird. of those minutes was me like I can't skip cutscenes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm in a demo. I know. When did you die at all? And if you did, did I you, fell once. Uh, yeah. How quick was the respawn? Because that's the kind Fast. of thing that game needs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I fell. Uh, she waved her hands in front of her face, went yep. to black, and then like I was back. Perfect. Uh. I saw Garden Warfare 2. Plants vs. Zombies. Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. That game looks really fun, I, and I played it. Uh, I only played a little bit of the first one. I had a lot of fun. It, it's uh, You guys play it at all? Is it Anybody awesome here? dice, or is no. it another different... Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's on that. Plants vs. Zombies team. It's, I, a... it's actually... There's a pop cap guy there, so... Oh, you're, it, yeah. That makes sense. Uh That game's super fun. They've added new classes. It's uh, know, a lot it's a of... It's a team-based shooter. Yep. Uh, the zombies have won. That's the there's a the guy was like uh, this is great. Their guy was like there's also a comic book coming out that'll bridge the lore uh, between uh, Plants vs Zombies one Garden Warfare and two. You love that coming there's time out, travel coming out. You're gonna at, read that timed with Comic Con. So if you guys want to go check that out, there is so much goddamn lore in this game. It's they explain they try to explain everything and I love it. That was a lot of fun. I'm actually. I'm actually looking forward to how did, it out. How does a game like Plants vs. Zombies bridge that gap of a free-to-play mobile game to getting coverage from folks like you? Uh, they, they, made a shooter. they put guns in it. Oh, yeah. is, oh, this is the shooter one. This is yeah. the shooter. Oh, okay. This is well, Garden Warfare. To be Warfare. clear, like, Brad and Dan loved the Plants vs. Zombies. A lot of people should. It's a great and, game. And we, we, we did do quick looks for those, like, actual PVZ games. Um, so the first one I, I was, love them. But. The first one I was very skeptical on. Like, mm-hmm. it looked like a cash grab, right? Yep. It was like, okay, this thing, it's like an Angry Bird shooter, right? You're trying to make this thing because of the name. Uh, but they wind up making a sound game, and now for the two, they've got my uh, my attention. And it's a it's a pre it's like a you it's a, like a console game. You pay like fifteen bucks yes. or whatever you play mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, they, and they were very good about free DLC as well. And all that cool. DLC apparently comes in all the characters you unlock come into this one. Uh, so it seems like oh wow that's cool yeah. So it seems like you make the right moves right, and you I, like I said I was skeptical they kind of earned my attention. By, you made a solid game. Mm-hmm. Cool. I could see that it's a situation where, like, if you're a developer and you know you're, it's like, hey, do something with a PVZ license. You like team-based shooters. You think you do something fun with that? Like, yeah, let's see what we can do. Like, and then, okay. then the second one comes around. And you have a budget. Like, okay. let's stay on this project and like make it good. I'm, I'm yeah. you know, I can get behind that even if I, it's not for me. You right. Know? Oh, definitely. Yeah. The fact that it's a shooter and the fact that you're yeah. paying a few bucks for it already answer my question. Oh, yeah. Something like right. so we think about like yeah, this like, is. That that there are a lot of mobile games right now. I happen to be a mobile developer, mm-hmm. and and fortunately, I have friends, and I'm not going to like force the stuff I'm working on down your guys' throats or anything. I'm more here to hang out. But it's uh, how do you get those? How do you get that attention? Uh, yeah, how do you get that attention, and how do you guys make the decision of what you're going to cover? Because right. like, how many people play games like 
like that video you guys did not to, you know, go down too far down the path, but like three games had Super Bowl commercials and they got like a, Oh, right. Drew's like what, uh, let's see the games. And those games are played by hundreds of thousands of people and they make millions of dollars, but it, yeah. So that was an interesting thing because I think Drew wanted to be like, because we don't know those games, right? Totally. Mm -hmm. Those are off our radar. So I think he was like, what are these games that have like half naked elf women on the art of it? Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't know one of those games. I know. They make millions of dollars a day. It's insane. They make millions of dollars a day. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Those are the ones that get the New York Times articles about like, how did my life turn into (laughs) trash? Or like how much Fallout Shelter made and is making. Did it make a lot? Yeah. Crashed on every platform I played it on. It's made an obscene amount of money, okay. right? Well, doing very well for them. Uh, compared you? to the other, it's it's doing very well. It's doing very it's well. It's doing very well. There are games that do better. There are games that do worse, but yeah. it's doing yeah. very well. Yeah, that just don't stop making fallouts. We'll get to our <laughs> we'll get to our DLC and free to play and section. <laughs> yeah, a little bit later. Let me uh, talk about one more game here, which was yes. uh, Unravel. Tell me all about Unravel. So Unravel is a. Uh, it's the Yarny game. It's the game that if you guys uh, tuned into, I think it was E3, yeah. had the kind of very emotional reveal of uh, this character made of yarn uh, that is going through uh, real world environments. I think they're all uh, mapped on real places. Okay. Uh, and uh, the pitch for this one was like, it was very heartfelt, very like, hey, this is a passion project. This comes from a place of like, I think love was said a couple of times, but it uh, the yarn represents, and it was actually, you know, I don't know, maybe it's because I have kids now or whatever, but it was like, oh man, I hope this isn't a fucking bummer. But it's like this old lady who's like, I guess lost her family or something. And like, is like, has this yarn that's like reliving her memories, right? Like she's walking past like pictures of like young people and just like straightening them. Right. So it's I like, just don't, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> feel the way I felt playing that brothers game. Like, uh, I love that game so much. Yeah. Made you feel bad, but I felt like shit during the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole no, the thing. End, the end's brutal. Yeah. yeah. So, so the yarn, I think, is like you know, there's a lot of like, hey, metaphor, and let's you know what's going on here. The gameplay is, uh, you know, this creature made of yarn who's trailing yarn behind uh, itself, uh, and can also use the yarn to like um, attach to grapple points and stuff, and swing and platform. It's a platform. It's a puzzle platformer. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, physics stuff, so you're pushing apples to go like uh, bake a bridge and stuff like that. So the yarn, so you don't, you have like a finite amount of yarn, and you right? have to find spools, spooled up yarn in the environment to keep moving. And you're constantly spending yarn. Yes, life, man. You know? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Feel Gotta it. get that yarn. So, uh, <laughs> so like, yeah. So there was a point at which I was like. Because you can wrap the shit out of something, right? Yeah. Like you have these points and it's like, I'm going to attach you on here. I'm going to attach you on here. Oh, fuck it. That's not the decision. I'm just going to keep going. Yeah. And I did. And then uh, I was like dangling over the spool of yarn just out of yarn. And you're all emaciated because like you're out of yarn. Oh, and you're just like, yeah. just reaching for that. Like, oh, like, I can't. I can't make it. What and are you under the yarn? You're just more like yarn. The- <laughs> But I'm saying it's yarn like, all the way down. You just look like Beetlejuice under that, or what no? It? It's just like you're like a one strand of yarn. It's like kind of sad. Ugh, okay. uh, but then you can pull yourself up the yarn that you used already, oh, and like ugh, and right, like backtrack. Okay. I'm buying. This and like game. put it back in you. You sold. Yeah, you wrap it back up. Okay. Uh, 
Think of it as your intestines. Oh, okay. That's the worst okay. analogy possible, but I'm going to cool. play this. It looks, uh, it looks gorgeous. It looks yeah, gorgeous. Yeah. It plays uh, was, really well. Was the developer who was on stage at E3 I believe there? it was the same. Uh, okay. He was talking about the, you know, in the woods and kind of making the, talk to him for quite a bit. That's a personal story. I'm not going to reveal it here and there. This is kind of rare for EA to do a thing like this, right? Uh, in today, yes. Yeah. Uh, like six years ago, maybe not. Like That's when they did their about. kind of a... Riccatello. Yeah, era. when they had their initiative, like the stuff that the Dead Mirror's Space Edge kind of and Dead Space yeah. and, and Shadows of the Damned, okay. which is still my favorite that. freaking game. Really, I love that game. Yeah, love Shadows of the Damned. Huh. Love it. Yep, the bon- said it. The, I said it. The boner gun. Yeah, that game just worked for me. I love all those grasshopper <laughs> games, man. It's Back to the Future month. <laughs> well, that was a transition. What's that? I don't know. What that I want to go back and take back what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> That game was all right. I like it a great deal. Yeah, it was all right. That was who's that? That was um, Suda Fifty One, and but somebody else, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, it was a collabo. Oh, yeah. Was it the Guillermo the, del Toro? It no. was the a Resident Evil guy. Was it? Uh, was it? Yes. Or was it Silent Hill guy? Was it? Was a? Are you sure it was Resident Evil? But what's his name? Why am I not? Why am I? I feel I'm bad. Not about very this. good with Japanese names like that. Oh my Chris. god! Yeah, his name was Chris. <laughs> He's got a lock. Shinji Mikami. Chris Hardwick. Was it Mikami? I think. Okay. That's Chris the Resident Evil guy. Sure, yeah. it wasn't Chris right. Hardwick. It wasn't Chris right. Hardwick. Okay, it is actually a Back to the Future uh, celebration uh, week mm. because uh, this is the this is the original Back to the Future when he goes uh, back to, back to, to sorry two. Yeah. This is the future, October twenty first. We're so, going to go watch Jaws nineteen and the Cubs yeah. going to win the World Series. Uh, Which, my, for the record, you got to admit is kind of weird that Miami is playing Chicago. Is that what the game that happened? In real life. But th- that's happening now? Yeah. Miami's not. The Cubbies, the Cubbies haven't won Mi- in whatever. No, that's what that no, that's what Russ told me. He said yeah, no, Miami, Mar- Marlins. Play- no, they didn't make the playoffs. Well, maybe they did. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. The fact that there is a Miami team. Okay, now. yeah. That, I that, that not yes, different not thing. in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did they say the that? Cubs will never be in the playoffs. The Cubbies. Uh, they're in the playoffs right now. They won uh yesterday. So is Miami yeah. is a real team. They're, it's no longer the Florida Marlins. It's the Miami Correct. Marlins. And the Cubs are the Cubs. And Jaws 19 is in the not, not final. And yeah. if anybody has a fix for the auto laces, like on my right shoe, are mm. just like not, mm. it's like they don't tighten up as much as they used to. Is that a thing? They wear out. Should I check that? Is there a firmware update? Use, you got to use a hollow clip. Oh, and okay. Put in, and twist in there in the hole. You'll be fine. Also, so, like the auto dry worked on my jacket for like a day. Your jacket is dry. The power laces are for real. Yeah, that's I'm a thing too. So we're doing, if you care enough about Back to the Future, I'd love a Back lot of people do. I used to have Back uh, to the Future keychain for a while. Our UK uh, team is doing a feature where they're doing like, hey, this is what ha- this is what came. To life, this is you know, and they're oh, doing one that. Of those. Yeah, but it's with the real DeLorean. Like we got some time with is the it real named DeLorean. Sixteen things you will no, believe came out of Back to the Future. Whatever it's named, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Is LL Cool J going to be on it? Probably. <laughs> uh, but you should check it out. Don't call to come back what, to the, the future. The, rough, the first draft wow, I saw. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. The first draft I saw was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I worked with a guy who bought uh, one of Marty's pickup trucks. Like the oh, real really? deal? Yeah. Really? What, 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 what kind of car was that? It was like the, the blue like a, Toyota pickup truck with like the, the, it was like the weird. Oh, oh yeah. wait, he didn't get the Biff black one, like the, the crazy that machine? One. Oh, okay. Oh, no, no, like the when he comes back. It's yeah. the end of Back yeah, Future the, 1. The like, here's, your nice, here's your nice pickup mm-hmm. truck. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, you with got that Flea, one. When he, with Flea. You know what I would? Oh, no, Flea's in Back to the Future. Who is he? 
He's, he's the guy that uh, what's his face? He's the guy who gets needles. Fe- yeah, future McFly oh. to swipe his car. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, come on, McFly. Yeah, yeah. Are you chicken? Yeah. And then plays the. Dumb. Yeah. I hate. You know what I hated most? My, what the, the rainbow hat, the like iridescent. You can buy those. That's, yeah, you can get I it all. It. It's I all. That's what we got. And people now at Comic, I was just at Comic Con this morning. I saw seven of those. The iridescent people. hat. Yeah, but not just that. Like the whole. Oh yeah. And I asked the kid uh, how much he spent for the jacket and the whole outfit, and he's like, "Oh, you know, I really saved up and I did all I could to really get this." And I'm like, "All right, how much?" It's like it was only eighteen hundred bucks. Oh. I just turned around Whoa. and walked in the other direction. Whoa. And I was like, "And so you do you just wear it at Comic Con?" He's again, like, yeah, huh? Whoa. Whoa, that's a lot. Did he did he have like jeans that he didn't inside just like, pull out, the like pockets the inside out? out jeans, but no. he just pulls his pockets. Yeah, he pulled out. the pockets out. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. But it's the jacket that's like, he had, he had a custom made. Oh wow, uh, that's silly. Oh, no, that's uh, not silly. Do it, what you want, but you like, do, yeah. You could probably make some sick Warhammer armor for that money. It's a lot of money to spend on Marty McFly 2015 cosplay. <laughs> Fair we don't have the hover hoverboards yet. Get one. We Get got soldier boards. We got the like the self auto like the self correcting right. skateboard. That's yeah. somebody with a unicycle. Sure. Yesterday way, way in the street. We've got a lot of cool stuff. They also didn't predict a lot of good stuff either. True. But Wi Fi. Right. Right. Where's that? My whole thing. Oh, uh, yes. Tell me your thing. My biggest issue is A, that almanac should have been thicker, like as a book. <laughs> okay. That's, print, that's print. like 50 True, years yeah. of data. Well, yeah. Not that it's a book. Right. It was like a pamphlet in the movie. Right. But well, it should have been like. It should have been like encyclopedia. E- e- right. Like, that would have been hard to fold up and put inside the. I'm uh, just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. So that's a big sticking point for me. Yeah. That was from what? That was from the 80s, the almanac? Because it was a relic, right? Yeah, it was a it was like a, a piece of nostalgia. Yeah, but it was fifty to nineteen fifty to two thousand. Okay, yeah, that should have been a cool should have been thicker. Okay. And uh, I also have a problem with why did the uh, time machine go back in time after it was struck by lightning? He wasn't going eighty eight miles an hour. Why is that? Because happening? that's how you get the one point. No, I understand. Oh my god, but this you, is the battery thing all over again. But you need to be moving at eighty eight miles an hour. No, that's what charges the flux capacitor, Vinny. I'm telling you. Every other time there's time travel in that movie, yeah. you have to be going 88 miles an hour. Because they can't uh, they can't generate that much uh, static the power, flux capacity. power explains this is happening. The power explains the lightning, right? The lightning explains the power. The plutonium is and the lightning are the same thing. Yeah. But it's the speed is another part of that equation. They is don't it? have to be going 88 miles per hour when he, when he lifts off the ground. They're going 88 miles per hour. You assume. Stop it. You assume. Come on. I've checked it. <laughs> Mr. Frame F- by frame. The addition of Mr. Fusion to just the vehicle. Off <laughs> is, is an That's X-factor. just gas. Yeah. I'm I, just saying. Yeah. Put that in your lightning, pipe. Lightning, lightning, TV and movie lightning. I hate you. Does anything you want to do. <laughs> if you want somebody to forget something, hit them with lightning. You it's want like, something to come it's to like, life. It's like the deflector dish on the Enterprise. Yeah. What do you need it to do? And yeah, it'll do it. Whatever you need it to so do. So why are you bringing up Back to the Future? Because this is Back to the Future month? Yeah, because I, I like Back to the Future. And because they're going to not let us enjoy this anniversary and we have to Cause you buy got that, everything. Yeah. You got that Sideshow Collectibles uh, I, Back to the Future thing was pretty rad. Yeah, it's nice. All right. Let's talk about uh, Rebel Galaxy real quick. I could do that. Uh, Austin, Rebel, that. Rebel Galaxy is like coming out in a week. On the 20th. Or two. Yeah. Uh, what's Rebel Galaxy? You sound like you wanted to answer that question. No, I want you okay. to answer it. You want to try it again? What's Rebel Galaxy? There it is. 
Uh, Rebel Galaxy is a like it's a space trading and exploration and like space combat game. Except the big difference is from from many of the other games in the genre. Instead of piloting a kind of smaller ship like a fighter, you're piloting a big capital ship. And instead of being kind of a cockpit view full 360 degree exploration thing it's just like it's almost naval style yeah it's like a flat plane for you other ships can kind of like go above you and under you as they're attacking but you're just like okay. on turrets and broadsides it's a lot like black flag yeah. in that way okay uh it is firefly it is super firefly it is like space western space like yes western rock trucking it is like it is it is pretty good and like no people made that game like two people and some two. contractors made this game, and it looks gorgeous. Rich, how is that possible? Have you seen this game? Magic. Oh, yeah. Yes, I've seen a little bit. It's okay. uh, it's, a, it's a matter of time, really. Yeah. Like, uh, like obviously, we're making a space exploration game right now, so I'm pretty familiar with how sure. long it takes to make big ship models and gorgeous looking outer space. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes time. Yeah. Uh, if they're two very talented people, like uh, sounds like they are, they they have some pedigree. It, de- it depends on how much of the game there is outside of the trailers. Mm-hmm. So I played. Uh, we we've got a build of it. Austin and I have both yeah. played it. Um, you know, there's a lot of instanced. Uh, not instance isn't the right word. Uh, uh, not heavily scripted stuff, right? Like I want systemic, like yeah, procedural. I want to say procedural. I don't know if that's uh, the right use of it. Gen- your galaxy is different than my galaxy. So also. like, so it, it is procedurally generated. Like, hey, go get. Here's a here's another mission. Go get this cargo drop, and it's like not tied to any specific narrative thing, right? It's like, oh, okay, here's the bad guys again. Go get this stuff. The 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 part that the from the trailers that we just watched, Vinny, the part that impressed me I was like, yeah, I could see a couple people making an outer yeah. space game, and then they cut to hear three D characters yeah. with voice and full animation. They look right. like there's Abe, but not Abe, uh, but <laughs> they they look good. And if it's just three. Yeah. Like in the trailer, then sure, that seems possible. If it's like the twenty that just pop in your head automatically, because like, oh, I'm gonna go to all these different planets and meet all these different mm-hmm. aliens, and that, then that's, that just seems crazy. I've, we've met at this point I've at least six, six or seven. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah. That. Wow. Look yeah. That. About six different character that's models. Cool. They do. They do the Kotor like. Uh, yeah. Which is smart. That's super yeah. smart. Super smart. And uh, they, they also do it for humans. They'll be like. Do they do anything outside of talking to them? Like, are they walking around and no, jumping jacks? It's all, and that's also smart. I, so I saw a stream of that they did like a year ago where they talked about what the development process was for that for those things. They just used to connect to do like facial, oh, like really? uh, yeah, to uh, get the face lips and stuff, the lips work? and stuff um, with some with some rigging software. And then I, at the time, this was a year ago, this was like when the game was first announced. All the dialogue was just like one dude learning different accents. <laughs> Uh, and and like passing his voice through some modifying you know software and stuff. There are female now. There are yeah. yeah, yeah. At the time, I don't think there were. And uh, there were alien voices. There were his voice pitch shifted. Okay. At the time, yeah. And uh, for the humans that you meet, the random ones, uh, it'll be a lot of like, uh, "How you doing, stranger?" And then underneath the text says like, "Would you like to trade and do whatever?" You know. So it's it's not like they're voicing all of the right. text underneath. Yeah. But, or it'll be like, "Do you know? Do you have any tips?" And then they'll be like, "Yeah, I heard a thing." And then yeah, like the thing totally, is yeah. not spoken. Yeah. So know? here's a cool thing that uh, Austin showed me uh, on the start when you go to launch the game, you can actually direct it to your own audio folder. So the game has a very Firefly like uh, slide guitar and uh, rockabilly kind of thing going on mm-hmm. that uh, is awesome. When you're on the station, it's all like and then when you get into combat it's like you know with like more slide guitars right yeah dynamic music let's say uh pretty simple like it's not it's not you know a brain surgery like this has been done other places but it works 
Yeah. And so when you point it to your own folder and you import your own music into the game, it breaks it out into like combat, like uh, idle station yeah. stuff. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I love that. Atmospheric. You so know. you drop your music into there so that when you get into combat, obviously the ACDC kicks in. <laughs> and then when you're like on the space station, your Enya is playing in the background or whatever. <laughs> well, you want. I just imported all the Cowboy Bebop soundtrack <laughs> okay, and like, oh, now this is the Cowboy Bebop game I've always wanted. Uh, that's cool. It's very impressive. The, the reason I'm talking about it and the reason, uh, you know, we're bringing it up is like it's, it's I think it's priced at around or going to be priced 20 around 20 bucks. bucks. Yeah. Uh, I felt like it came out of nowhere. Uh, and I just every time I booted it up, we did a unfinished of it a while ago. It just is, is blows knocks my socks off. Just. I, I'm encouraged by the fact that you just said that part that you've actually you're playing this and you and you've gotten your hands on it because it's yeah oh yeah yeah I put like another six hours into it over the awesome. last two days. This, this you know game sounds I mean? great. So like um, it's just one of those things like yeah maybe hour seven it gets repetitive totally. and boring right whatever six hours for twenty bucks is yeah, is, yeah sure right. I'm okay with that. And when's this and when's it out? Like in two weeks, it's, uh, it's the twentieth. Yeah, we'll do some video of it sometime cool. in the next week. If you're too. curious, check it out. We got some video up on the site, and we'll do uh, more uh, as we get closer here. Put a couple more hours to kind of figure out right what the loops are. Full, full disclosure: I, I tweeted that guy, uh, one of the devs, earlier, and said like, "Hey, right now the thing with the with the uh, with the soundtrack thing is that sometimes it'll just loop the same song with the custom soundtracks." And he was like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I'll take care of that in the next build." So, oh, okay. So wow. I, I I may be a little Man. biased that he's yeah. Uh, now they're gonna be three gonna people making credit. that game. Yeah. What's the thing like you know if you observe nature, you impact it. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's you. You, just, you, you just stepped to, on a butterfly. I did. <laughs> you just went back in time and stepped on a butterfly, <laughs> and now the game will never be the same. It's, it's weird, Rich. It. I used to really like this game, Rebel Galaxy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. That to sounds it. familiar. Yeah. I don't know what, yeah. It never came out. They delayed and delayed for this audio bug. Now they're up to ninety million dollars. All right, let's. We've talked enough about video games. Let's talk about SAG. Like okay. the, like sagging. Sag. Like, we're all no, getting, like we're all getting older. Sag. Just like a general <laughs> kind of sag. Yeah. sag. The beards can only cover so much. Uh, yeah, it's true. Sometimes you have to shave. Uh, so so uh, yesterday. Well, let's back you, it up even go back further? further. If you uh, listen, how far back do you want to go? Well, let's just go to the last time we talked about this on the podcast. We mentioned that there was a uh, the SAG, the Screen Actors Guild dash. Aflac, Aftra, 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 American Federation of Television and Radio. Not to be confused with Canadians, Actra. Actra is the Canadian one. Uh, They were saying, "Hey, we do a lot of video game stuff, but uh, we want to come to some different terms here. Voiceover for video games. the the uh, uh, The agreement that they had, the interactive media agreement that they had, was from 1995. It had been like spruced up here and there, but it had never been rewritten. Okay, Uh, SAG is a. We should mention, in case people don't know, but you should. It's a guild of actors and voice actors. Uh, Austin and I couldn't quite figure out. We didn't even bother to look it up, look it up. Uh, whether that's international or just. I a, know that it's States. an American guild. Yeah, but like, it when does be. it apply? I don't know. Like no, I know that it is. I know what the yeah, Canadian. No, I'm saying, is it more international? Right. Like, if you're if you're an actor in the UK and you make a movie in the States, do you get SAG wages? It's a temporary SAG visa. <laughs> <laughs> Very hard to get. Um, I do know SAG is absolutely an American union. Yeah, there might. I don't know how that stuff works with yeah. other international unions, but I do know it's an American. Uh, anyway, so they had a they had a bunch they had a list of stuff, and they were like, yeah, we want things like uh, uh, one of the interesting ones was like uh, was it hazard pay? What yeah. was it called? Stunt pay. Stunt pay for like screaming all day, right? Because this is my tool, and I'm gonna I'm gonna blow up my voice. Right. So like, uh, we, but the, one of the contentious ones that seemed to be at least contentious on the internet uh, was uh, points or um, residuals, residuals royalties on a, if a game makes a certain amount of money, right. uh, the voice actor would like to have a piece of that. 
Uh, and to be clear, because there, there's a lot of no one knows. Lots of people I've seen talk about this don't necessarily know what that figure is. Yeah, that would be eight hundred. I, I think so. But I'm going to restate it here just so for clarity. It would be eight hundred twenty-five dollars, which is scale pay, uh, at every point at which a game sells two million copies. So eight twenty-five okay. at two million, eight twenty-five more at four million, up to eight million with a cap of thirty-three hundred. Eight hundred twenty-five dollars. Dollars. Right. Okay. Yes. Like no for zeros, every two, just that. for just, every two million dollars, yes. uh, two, min- two, two million, million units, units sold, and I suspect they'll have to figure out something digital and physical. And I, yeah, yeah, yes, and uh, that's well. Okay, so, we can talk about so what that is, that. right? Whatever. Sure. Uh, one of the contentious parts being like developers don't have a union. Uh, developers so like, don't get residuals. They don't right? get residuals. Yeah. Well, at least at least you know not uh, not out of the gate, right? right? Maybe they have something in their contract. Maybe whatever. Yes. Uh, there's no union that is automatically like, hey, you put in over a thousand hours into this game, you'll get uh, some money on the back end. Uh, and that sucks. Uh, so the thing that came up for the vote within SAG was, hey, members, you guys have to vote or we should let's decide if we can go on strike or not when our leaders go to the bargaining table here. Mm-hmm. That passed. So By like a, a pretty broad margin. Uh, the total vote ended up being 96.52%, 96.52% voted in favor. in favor of putting a strike on the table for a negotiator. So it lets the negotiators say, you know, hey, this is one of the things in our arsenal in negotiating. That doesn't mean they're going to strike. Right? Uh, right. It's Saying also important it's that this, they've already spoken with the, the kind of group of publishers twice this year in February and June and didn't come to an agreement. So this is them kind of saying like, hey, we're putting this on the table. Let's get back to talking. Yeah. They're- uh so I'll just say my personal feelings on this are I think I think this is a maturation of the industry, right? This is this old industry colliding with a young industry. It's 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 movies and television colliding with uh what is essentially like a 30-year-old video game industry where like this old industry has a lot of uh, rules and they've been doing this for a while. A little wild west on the video game dev side. Rich, maybe you could speak to this more in terms of uh, <laughs> of like, you know, they use a lot of, they burn out a lot of people, uh, and, of and not a lot of protection in the development space for these people. Yep. Uh, and I would hope, my hope is that we can all bring the this would elevate everything. Right. I, I see a lot of people being like, it's not fair for SAG and voice actors to get this when the people are basically burning themselves out and not getting any residuals on the dev side. Or you know, and I by, agree. By dev, I mean it would production be great and, if yeah, produ- yeah if, if artists and and designers Everybody. and pro and programmers and community and like could have totally, an interest in it, right? Totally. And I would hope that maybe this could bring stuff up. But uh, Rich, you've obviously dealt with a lot of licensing and stuff like that. Uh, people who I assume are all part of SAG uh, in one way or another. Do you know much about like? I mean, this has to be something, and this is a voice I haven't really heard, but I haven't actually looked into this much. A lot like indie filmmakers, right, having to get either SAG actors or not. And my understanding is if you have one person who is SAG, everybody has to be SAG. That, that, sound, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, I'm not a businessman. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was for a minute when I made Fart Cat. <laughs> SAG, uh, total SAG shop. Total, yep. We were, we were told we were union, that cat. union shop. Yeah. You didn't use any non-SAG actors. It's uh, true. It's all, yes, yeah. all cat farts. Have <laughs> the other cards. Um, it's... It's tricky. Um, what parts do I want to speak to? The first question that actually popped in my mind when you were talking, which probably was not the one you're looking for, was when you said old uh, industry yeah. meeting a new one. To me, that 
where I thought you were about to say was talking about publishers. Mm. Like, what's a publisher anymore? Oh, sure. Like, who who gets to represent all of video right. games? It's Activision and EA and Disney so and these big this, players and not little and mid-tier people. Or little mid-tier. Or, like, is, like, we talked about before, like, the dudes who made Game of War who are making millions of dollars a day. Are they at the table? Right. Is Riot at the table making League of Legends? They don't have a publisher. Yeah. Well, I, I guess they, they have, they have their partnership with Tencent. Is, that, is, mm-hmm. is Tencent part of this? Tencent. There's, there's a lot there's of... voice acting in League of Legends, and people hear a lot of it. I, I, I work with... Uh, I forget who, what voice he did. Anyways, there's uh, the guy who did audio for 38 who's doing audio for Star Trek. Like, he did audio for Riot way back in the day, and his voice mm-hmm. is one of those dudes that everyone plays. Huh. Uh, Troy funny, Baker. How that works. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's a great question. Who who represents – who is representing uh, the other side of this contract? Yeah, definitely. I think that it's cool if people want to get paid in different ways for the work that they do. And if they have the right to bargain for that, they should take advantage of those rights and they, sh- and they should do it. Um, I don't think based on what you guys have just said and what little I've read, it doesn't sound like anyone's asking for anything unreasonable. Um but then the deeper issue, which Austin, you and I were talking about mm-hmm. before when, Vinny, you were doing your, your periscoping, yeah. <laughs> uh, is – is I get points on their streams. <laughs> I think the part that rubs people uh, immediately when you talk about this is, is those developers like, Hey, could I get a little bit more? Yeah. Um, and maybe there's ways to do it. Like, uh, you know, there, there's options, there's rev share, there's mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff you may be able to negotiate, but it's, uh, it's easy for some jobs in video games to be filled easier for some games and video jobs to be some jobs in video games to be filled than others. It's like QA, for instance. In 2002, I was QA for a publisher, THQ. I only did it for half. Uh, I'm exactly, sorry, what? Right? Yep. <laughs> Are you the uh, toy, oh, the toy head? Yeah. Yeah. I was only there for like six or seven months, uh, and it was the worst job I ever had. Should have done a better job. Right? Uh, and why it was one of the worst jobs I ever had was because of uh, the axe that's always hanging over your head. Uh, it, we were all getting like nine bucks an hour, mm-hmm. and we were all working mandatory overtime, and if you weren't willing to do that, they showed you the door. Because you were disposable yep. and, and replaceable. Better, better yet, if your game was done testing, dude will come by and just say, all right, Pack thanks. Pack it up. Yep. Right. And uh, so you, you never, you you didn't feel safe, mm-hmm. and they didn't, at least at THQ, their opinion was uh, they didn't have to keep you safe because they're in L.A., and there's a million other kids who are just willing to step right in and get paid $9 an hour to totally play video games all the time. Right. And obviously that's not the same throughout the entire industry, but there are still, you know, things like like that the required flexibility of needing to work all those hours for crunch or, like, the feeling of being replaceable as more people who are younger and who have just come out of college studying this stuff. That stuff is still there even in non-QA roles to some degree. To some degree, sure, but, I mean, like, like as you said, THQ isn't around anymore, right. and there's a lot. There are a lot more smaller shops now, and smaller shops. Uh, I would hope, like like we do at Disruptor Beam, we don't do we don't do that to people. You Hopefully, to take care of the good people, right? Well, you take care of everybody. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so like at thirty eight, yeah. like uh, part of the lessons I learned in my short time at QA, I got to then pay for it in thirty eight, and again in Disruptor Beam, we're like, uh, so QA wasn't just an anonymous resource of young kids in in a room. Like we like said, all right. You are going to be the combat QA person. Oh, you're, me, you're sir. Gonna, no, they're, they're like, all right, they're like, awesome, badass, let's do it. And awesome, you sit next to the, let's do yeah, it. You sit up next to the, here's the combat engineer, here's the combat nice. designer, here's the combat UI person. And, let's do and it. And the four of you better make some good combat. Yeah. And that's when at 38, when I mean, we had 300 people, yeah. we, we could do that. Well, it wasn't like, it wasn't, it, it didn't become a bureaucratic nightmare of like, I've got a good idea for combat. I could have been a game designer, but I'm in QA. Well, we want them to say, 
say that. And because the, you want to be able to then evolve that QA person into the next combat designer mm-hmm. because your combat designer is going to become a bigger, a higher right. up systems designer. So well, what happens to the higher up system designer? Uh, then they they keep moving up or they go somewhere else. So there's okay. game two. You know, right. there's, everyone's always moving up, hopefully. Right. Uh, you're, and you're, and some, you're going to get everyone up there. Right. Um, at this at disruptor beam. No more middle class. At <laughs> <laughs> uh, disruptor beam, we're a smaller shop. We're we're forty to fifty people, and we have we have uh, a handful of QA people, uh, and we don't and we and as a result, our developers are not as specialized. It's not like all right, you're working on combat for six months. It's like you're working on combat for like a couple weeks, sure. three or four weeks, and you QA people when you're available help. Um, but. You know, you want to make sure everyone knows each other's names. You want to make sure everyone knows what they're doing. You want to make sure everyone knows what's expected. So they're not just like in a room somewhere where, where the rest of the team never has to see them. Exactly. Yeah, they're sitting. Right. They're sitting right next to the people. Yeah, who's so fixing. Like, sure. The job satisfaction. Yeah. So go. So to what I guess bringing it back to the conversation we're having, hopefully that kind of maturation of uh, that I've witnessed firsthand is also happening in other parts of the industry. Not just in the smaller parts or the, the you know the parts like not that thirty eight was small you said three hundred people yep. but but didn't come that wasn't part of the traditional studio like the, the it wasn't part of a big publisher it wasn't a studio owned by a big publisher and you weren't were you, was thirty eight working with any of the major well EA published okay. uh, the console game that was being made by big huge games they were down in Maryland right another right hundred people but what what do you think makes it so that the people who are in the trenches of, of development don't organize in this situation or not only don't organize but like what's we'll, preventing that yeah what what is it about this situation where they go into a forum and say hey it's unfair that 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 the voice actors are going to try to get residuals why don't we we don't get residuals and then they don't turn that into hey i'm going to go negotiate for for residuals that, that's a great question um obviously you're not you know you don't have a universal perspective here but right like in your but experience like, so in my experience one most people making video games love making video games mm-hmm. and there's and therefore employers can take advantage of that in some ways if they want to. Mm-hmm. Two, a lot of people who make video games do get paid very well. And so like is that senior engineer making 150 to 200,000 dollars going to stand up for their brother in, mm-hmm. in QA and their right. sister in, in QA? Uh sure. Maybe also Sure, if they get an extra little scratch, right? You're already making that much? That well, extra scratch might not mean it. You know? Unlike right. the, unlike those uh, those actors, right? Just scraping. Hey, I wouldn't want to be a voice actor, man. That, that that is a hustle. That is a hustle, but is, what a hustle for a couple people. Yeah, what a hustle. Every, everyone else. Um, Doctor Shoals. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys heard about Harry's? <laughs> uh, I, I forget what I was going to. All, I mean, another thing. It's all, everyone's working really hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who's got time to start a union? Right. Yeah. Well, this is the thing that we talked about earlier, Vinny. That's interesting about this whole thing is. That there's this, you know, this wasn't a vote to go on strike. Again, to be clear, they're not on strike right now. Right. This was the union polling the union members yeah. saying, to could say, we do this? Could we do this? Yeah. Is this a thing that we could do? And there's a, and they needed 75% of the vote to come back positive yeah. to, to put this on the table. They could have said, like, nah, like, things aren't that secure. Like, we need to work right now. Right. We, and, I'm not giving that up. So, so the only time where I felt like, man, it really would have been nice to have someone having my back was when 38 collapsed. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, in two weeks, uh, or like, 400 people went from the happiest people on earth to no longer having jobs and no longer having health insurance, mm-hmm. being owed two paychecks. Some people got a, a house back that they thought the company had bought from them. Here, they have another mortgage. Oh. Yeah, it was really, it was really oh. bad. And so at the time, uh, we're like, all right, what, what can we do? And, and the support came in the form of other companies showing up and holding job fairs and stealing away all my friends. Uh, <laughs> All of us at 38 were members of like the Independent Game Developers Association, 
Mm-hmm. And what could they do? Like at the Boston Post Forum, they all raised a, a glass to us. Because yeah. that's the, like, sorry, guys, let's know if we can help. We can help you a little bit. But th- there wasn't like, all right. We have this fund that's yeah, been working on a reserve yeah. fund. You got apply to this reserve or, right. fund. We have we'll lawyers. We have right. Yeah, none of none of that. Or like forget Cobra. We have a health insurance plan that like you can get in for unemployed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So for like a couple a couple months or weeks, you know, a lot of us like, man, that would be really nice to have, but yeah. we can't think about that now because we don't have jobs. We need to go find right. jobs. Well, the, the interesting thing, I'll, I'll just we'll see how this develops, right? This totally. is obviously, but the interesting interesting thing about SAG, uh, I've got a couple of friends, you probably all have a couple of friends who've done like SAG work or got a membership card or, or something. It's not full-time employment. No, like yeah. you join SAG, you can get their health insurance. I think you might have to pay into their health insurance. I don't remember. But uh, acting is, is gig-based, right? So like you can get this health insurance plan for like, uh, you know, hey, I did my gig, I'm done, but I'm not, doesn't mean I'm like without insurance now. Uh, and that to me echoes a lot of some of the contract work for video games mm. of like, okay, we brought in, we staffed up 20% to make yeah. it through and now we're done. And like, you're kind of almost like a seasonal employee, right? Like the MMO is shipped and it's out of its, its launch window. So now peace. Like. And, and, and games just seem so volatile of like up want, and down. It seemed more volatile to me when there were more THQs around bigger companies. Yeah. Like to me, I look around and it seems like all my friends are working at blizzard or riot. Mm-hmm. Which seemed pretty stable. Which seemed pretty stable when they have thousands of people working there. And treat their so so okay. So last year I wrote a piece with a collaborator of mine, Ian Williams, about the Blizzard. Blizzard put out a new recruiting video last summer. And, and arena net. Uh, well, yeah. So all of those places yeah. treat their employees really well. In my understanding: good pay, good benefits. Don't do crunch the way many other studios do. Uh, and the thing that killed me about that recruitment video is they didn't mention any of that stuff. They mentioned, like, if you love games, come work for us. <laughs> if you're passionate about games, come work for us. Uh, and so we wrote this piece that was like, hey, no, like, the way that you push this industry to get better and to mature is to say straight up, yeah. hey, we treat our employees well. Come work for us because you right. love games and also – You're a person. You're a human and we treat you well. <laughs> well like, like, and, we incur- and we encourage you to go home and see your families. Like and, our turnover rate is really low. Right. Like and you there's can, a stability there's, here. There's mentoring. Yeah. There's room for growth. You can, we'll give you, you – know, eventually you can go off and work on a new project. This has been a great pitch for Disruptor Beam you're doing. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. But this is the pitch for what I'd like to see sustainable game development become in the future. And it's hard – this is the thing, Rich, is like – you know that can we can get there in a, maybe a couple of different ways. Organization is one possible way there. Um, another way is just like a, the slow changing over of what is the currently ascendant studio system, and that is a big thing that could that to change. But it is happening bit by bit as people like the Double Down Studios are making things like Rebel Galaxy, yeah. and we see the the new breed of like the kind of middle tier developer. But, but I don't know that it's going to be. An, I don't know. I don't know what that. But if that company is only two people, right? So like, and a couple of contracts. So like, thirty right, studios. Right. As there's three hundred people living in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many of them are still living in Rhode Island? How many of them are still working in games? How many of them became like Rebel Galaxy people? Right. Like four. Right. Maybe of those three hundred. No. And, and this is why I think wait, organization is still important. Went into games after that. No, went into like their like, own. Oh, their went, own. Went into their own thing. Like. Or like I, Went into it and then made Rebel Galaxy instead sure. of making like, something. That's one. That's Joe Mirabello, Tower of Guns. Like, right. like yeah. that's it. Like, I know a couple of other people who who are scrapping it together and, mm-hmm. and, do, and doing just fine. But, like, uh, yeah, what happened to the other 298 people? And a lot of them got out of games because they said, oh, wait, look, there's all this other tech around here in Boston. And they'll pay me better than they do in video games. And the hours are better. Yeah. But it is interesting that the, the companies you name, well, I mean, 
let's just say for all intents and purposes, Blizzard is a one game company who is also owned by Activision. Right? Like, let's just say they're making their money off of WoW consistently. I mean, they have StarCraft and Hearthstone and Hearthstone. Yeah, I guess Hearthstone now. But like, for all intents and purposes, Heart of Heart of Heart of Storm, Heroes of the Storm. They're probably not sweating their next quarter release, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, Arena Net, same thing. Uh, uh, Riot, kind of same thing, right? Uh, It kind of goes back to what you said about publishers, right? Like of like. We've got what's coming out next quarter. Like, what do we got that's okay. going to make big money? This has to break even or be better than that. Otherwise, we're laying off people. This small studio right. that we own. So maybe that is the change. Maybe it is the kind of like, why do we have to put out 27 games in a in a yearly release? That, that seems really risky. Uh, but then we can't support our gigantic staff on one release. Uh, we can't just do Assassin's Creed every year and be Ubisoft. Uh, so maybe that, that will be a change. I was we'll like. See. We will see. We need some data. Well, free, it's to, funny. Free, free to play is just yeah. going to take a little Well, it's funny that you, that you bring that up, especially in the Activision Blizzard context where, you know, the thing that is at this point in my mind taking up the, th- the throne of what, of what Blizzard's WoW used to be is, is Destiny in terms of like having a diehard user base and, and an Activision-owned thing that is basically an MMO. And this week, Destiny, uh, Bungie announced that Destiny was going to start rolling out microtransactions. This is good. This is your that's, king that's of transition. I do really well. Yeah, we, we'll skip right over the Skylanders thing, whatever's going on with them. I didn't, I didn't hear about I don't that. know. I'm just saying. But you mentioned Activision. Yeah. And like used to be like, all right, Activision. Yeah. Blizzard. Yeah. And there's Skylanders. Yeah, right. right. Toy, toys to Life. Toys to Life. Yeah. yeah. So, so. Bob's Toys, whatever that is. <laughs> Jimmy Jam's toys. Jimmy Jam's Jimmy toys. Jam. They're all Jimmy Jam's. Jimmy Jam's. Uh, what's up with Destiny? So Destiny's bringing in microtransactions. The reason I bring this up is actually just directly to what we're talking about, yeah. which is the reason that they're bringing in microtransactions, they've said, is to help fund the live team for that game so they can, t- can continue doing events and special features and, and like you know building in the kind of cool mysteries that people have really liked after The Taken King mm-hmm. came out. There's been a lot of like little hidden things that you can find, like secret missions that you can stumble into. Um, and those sorts of things have been really well received, but they, you know, not in as many words, but they say like those cost money. And so emotes, selling emotes to you for silver, for real money is the way we're going to pay for continuing to do live events. So to be clear, the destiny stuff you can buy is all aesthetic. And- it is as far as we know, as far as for now, it is emotes. Okay. There is a store that is selling emotes. The way that they phrased it did not give any price on what those would cost. Okay. They did say they're going to give you some extra, some free silver to begin with yeah. to like buy some emotes. Oh, that's so um, nice. And I, you know, they even, they even did the thing that I really like, which oh. is when they phrased this, they said it will have no impact on the action game, which is like the, the action part of our game, which right. I love because I, it kills me whenever I hear someone say like these cosmetics have no impact on the game. It's like people wouldn't be buying it if they didn't feel cool right. about it. It's like sure. such a weird reductionist thing. Anyway, so I think that they're doing it. They're doing their best to at least look like they're doing it the right way. They, sh- they should do it. I mean, haven't yes. haven't mobile games uh, greased the skids of microtransactions <laughs> mostly? But like most of those are free to play, right? And yep. so I bought. I you know someone spent sixty bucks on Destiny is like, hey, now I gotta now. But like they don't gotta. They don't gotta. But like, look, it's there for them. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't give someone a ridiculous advantage, right? I don't. I don't know if we're past the rich. The like. We should have been in the game. We're, get, we're getting there. We're getting there. But I'm, like, I, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not giving it a pass either. Like, it's take right, it by case yeah, by case. Not, That's exactly it. They're not making that for 98 percent of the players. 
they're making it for the two percent who are willing to spend more money on it. That sounds like a man who's made a game. That, <laughs> that, what's your buy-in rate? <laughs> that, I mean, that's a universal stat. Yeah, it's that's that's roughly maybe that's up to three, maybe it's down to one. So, have you played Metal Gear Solid uh, Five yet? No. Okay, so there's this part in Metal Gear Solid Five where uh, you can build uh, your base up, right, to recruit people, and there's a staff cap. I've got. 65 guys researching guns, but to get to the next gun, I need 70 researchers. Mm-hmm. So what do I have to do? I have to build this thing called a forward operating base, right? FOB. FOB. Mm-hmm. My FOB. Yep. My ADAT. So uh, <laughs> uh, I build that thing, uh, and I'm skipping over some stuff, but you, you build that thing, and all of a sudden now the the population cap has gone up. Okay, now I can get 85 researchers on that base, right? Problem is players that are playing online can take missions to attack my fob and wipe it out. I'm going to take out his fob. I'm going to do it. So that's not cool. I know, but Konami has been generous enough to offer to sell you insurance. Diamond dog insurance against your forward operating base. for Real money established 2027. Yeah. Wow. To Uh, say if somebody takes it out, we will insure uh, a list of things. It's not everything. It's not the deaths of your soldiers. If I kill his soldiers, they're dead. So that's I mean, if if that game was free, then sure. Do something like that. That, It also costs money to build the forward operating base after the first. You get one free one and then you can spend 10 bucks to get like a better, a different, better one. That's also the insurance isn't a one time purchase. It's a it's it's per year. That's straight. That's straight out of uh, that's straight out of mobile games. It's like protect your spot on the PVP leaderboard for 24 hours. It's one diamond. That one diamond. Is that a thing? Can someone can someone make the analogy? I could have gotten all that wrong. by the way. Put this into better words where like Konami's pretty much in the. Slot machine business. Oh, I mean, they already are. Well, and you can see their giant building when you land in Las Vegas. What's the first building you see across an airport? It's a Konami building. Right. Wow. And, uh, yeah. you know, Look insurance and like blackjack. I don't know. Just someone Ooh. work that all in there. Leave it in the so comments. Wait. Yeah, right. Now explain this, how this works. Because obviously this can't just, you have to be playing no. online. What? Once you build a forward operating base. In the single player. In the single player. It could just get destroyed. Yes. <laughs> what? Yes. So and what so happens when unplug, I unplug you unplug, you unplug right? you'll, ne- you'll, never, you'll never, you know, that's fine. Like, you're right. That would be fine. You so if I never once. upgrade my PlayStation's firmware, <laughs> right. I'll be fine. Exactly. <laughs> okay. And if you don't want to log in to get your daily bonuses. So you get something. You, <laughs> Seriously. Which, which is something, you get something called MB coins, right? Yeah. Yep. And that's the, like, spend the MB coin. That's the thing that you buy with real money, buy MB coins. Yep. Every time, every daily reward you premium get. Premium currency. It's your yes. premium currency. Yep. Uh, you get, you, when you log in, you get a couple of MB coins for being a cool guy and playing Metal Gear and, and being logged in online. Uh, obviously, if you're offline, you're not invading other people's bases. There's a couple of other things that you'll miss out on. Uh, but yeah, Austin and I were talking about it before of like yanking that cord out and being like, I want to play this offline, which I think also just might be a setting to play offline. I hope so. Can't, I'm not sure. There, there are ways to do uh, microtransactions well, then mm-hmm. we're definitely still in a phase where and, we're, we're figuring that out. And I don't think that those are universal. Again, I don't think that's like a universal case. Like I don't – I think that there – I've been moved in the past to almost buy a convenience-based like microtransaction of like I just give me the booster. I don't have time to play this game right now. I'm working my dissertation this yeah. week. I do, it, I do it probably at least once a week on my phone. Totally. Yep. And so and so I don't ever want to say like, oh, these are ruining all games. But in a game that does have this competitive element or in, in games in which it feels like there are elements being locked off to me that I can't possibly work for, 
Um, it's like, oh man, this sucks. Don't screw with my single player. That's, yeah. that's a little bit. So again, yeah. I, they're I, squeezing you, man. Yeah. That's I, weird. I, I will say the information on this, the Alton and I spent a decent amount of time trying to look into this. It didn't seem like everything was very clear yet or it's crystal. A it does seem a little like a so, shakedown. It's an insurance racket. So one, one disadvantage that console games have, that mobile games have, or, just, or smaller games have, is the ability to experiment and try things very quickly. Right. Uh, when you're a mobile game, you're like, you're like all right, we're going to charge people to uh, you know, upgrade their FOBs. Let's try it. And you do it for a week, and if it makes you money and the players are happy, mm-hmm. then you keep doing it. And if they hate it, you pull it back. You can't do that with a console game yet. No. That takes, no, the, no. The gears turn too slowly. Well, so they have uh, – nice. Thanks. Uh, yeah, good. <laughs> The uh, war. <laughs> war never changes. Wait, so I'm still, I still what don't do believe this. <laughs> so you sound the, like you're in an infomercial. I, do, <laughs> I don't believe uh, this. Well, I'm going to turn, I'm going to boot up Phantom Pain one day. Uh-huh. You don't have and a forward operating base. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I get one. Hey, I do just, you want, do you the want medical one? part of my you're thing very, just opened You're very up. early, Jeff. Don't, it's All right. a while still. Shoulder pats aside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, that's part of the, the campaign, though, right? Yes. So I will get to it. Is it the end? No. The part that worries me it's a like little. It's like 50 hours in, but it's not the end. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. I haven't seen uh, I haven't seen the real world application of this yet. Because in my head, it's like you boot up the game and it's like, <laughs> Jeff, your shit's gone, dude. Like, your shit will be gone and it'll give you the – what I read is that it'll give you a prompt to be like, do you want to avenge and go get that guy? And when I hit no, I want to just play no, by myself. Well, so this is the bit that's Next tough. Next time, buy like, insurance. <laughs> This is the thing that sucks. Is like you say, yeah, I'm gonna go get him, yeah. but he has insurance, yeah, so he doesn't even feel it. Do you Maybe, have? Do you have to do this to play the game? Or is no, this like an but extra well, thing? yes, if you want to. It, well, this no. is what I said. So, like, your research team will hit a point where your population cap is is maxed. Yeah, uh, but like, the, I only but have the, the seventy researchers. Like, can, I the can. Su- the super sniper rifle you want to get uh, requires eighty five researchers, and you only can only fit sixty five. So mm-hmm. you've got to. The only way to increase your population cap is to build these. It sounds like they. Had some ideas and didn't execute them on them they, as well as they, they had some ideas. They had some ideas. They did have some ideas. They just have, they had some ideas. And, just, and it's my understanding they're not going to get a chance to correct them, right? I just want to opt out. That's it. Yeah. Just be like, opt well, out. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a part of that. I, I won't attack your base. I don't want to. I don't. I want to be a part of this thing. And you're playing on PC, so I'm playing on PC. Get so that, that I cheat just, engine. Going. I just opened my trainer. Yeah. Ding 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 nice. ding 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 ding. All the sniper rifles. Uh. So yeah, that stuff is uh. I'm not. I'm not using it. So, so to to go back to like my comments earlier, unions. We should always <laughs> players should always be upset about poor implementation of microtransactions. Players should accept that microtransactions are here and look for ones that they like and view them as a way to either you know extend their way of their extend their method of playing a game or supporting a team making a game. Uh, but yes. Don't like bad macro. Uh, it's okay to not like bad microtransactions, mm-hmm. and you should continue to not like them. What's a macro transaction? Is, is, is that, that just that, buying the game? That's, that's, buying that's, the game. Sixty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess yeah. so. So uh, when do we get to those? Sixty bucks again. Thank you. Well, these <laughs> macro gonna ha- transactions are killing me. Never going to happen. Yeah, it's called uh, Madden because no one will, <laughs> no one will download a sixty dollar game off the App Store in bulk. Not it's gotta, yet. It's got to be free. Not yet. I would. It's called uh, the PlayStation Network Store. Yeah, I download them all the time. The Wii U you're store. T- you're talking. You're, you're talking about the App Store. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, the Apple yeah, App Store. The Apple App Store, specifically yeah. the Apple. It's a wasteland. I'm, oh that? man, this <laughs> week has been weird for the Apple App Store. This is. I didn't write this down, but I just want to hit this super quick before we move on. Sure. So a couple of games got pulled from the App Store this week. Uh, Ghost Trick, Capcom's game. What? 
some some uh, EA properties, I think. Why? Because yeah, uh, because uh, specifically with Ghost Trick, the thing was that it wasn't hooking into the like post. So the, that game was free for the first chapter, and then after the first chapter, you had to pay to unlock the other chapters. Yeah, and I think it was a situation where it was taking that money and then not advancing, and so they're like, "Well, we can't have this up right now." Like, well, this that's not hook- good. It's yeah, not it's good. Broken. And so there was a huge uproar at the beginning of the week. I was like, "Where did our games go? Why aren't these in our purchase history? Yeah. Why can't we download this?" Uh, and I kind of waited on it because I wanted to see if Capcom would do anything about it, and they did. They they ended up putting out an announcement saying, like, "Yeah, we're working on it. It'll be back on the store soon." Okay. But this is the first time this has happened with this game. This isn't the first time this has happened with games in general. It's happened to XCOM. It's happened to Bioshock on on iOS. So are you? Are you space- you're talking about just games disappearing games that, disappear- that you may have bought that you've already bought yeah. and like they're pulled from your account history you can't right. re-download them um and they're broken on the current platform and i got a lot of tweets this week from people like why haven't you written about this yet or like hey you should look at this or i'm terrified are my games on psn this is going to happen on psn yeah. we've talked about that digital yes. future yeah. well well like the answer is yes eventually but also these are different platforms like a psn update is not going to shift things the way the iOS 9 update did from iOS 8 uh, because the PSN, PlayStation 4, is a game console first, not a phone first. Mm. Uh, and this isn't, I'm kind of asking you this here, Rich. My understanding from reading from what iOS devs have told me uh, and what they've said you know, on the internet is that like when an API, you know, when you build a game, you're not just building necessarily, oh, here's everything I've built in this game. You're also sometimes relying on third-party APIs. You're, you're kind of using and leveraging the work that other people have done. And because of that, when iOS updates, if those things haven't updated, you can be kind of screwed. It's, it's, I mean, we all experienced this when Windows would get updated. Totally. Um, the part, and you should be nervous about any game that you play which connects to a network mm. every time you fire it up. Okay. And that's that's every game. That's or yeah, yeah that's basically you should be because at some point that network is going to disappear, and what? you and you should you should uh, you know want to you want to know if your game is going to still be around when you know, try playing it without the internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if you can keep playing it, you'll be fine as long as you don't upgrade that device. <laughs> well, I just put all my money a, to games for Windows Live, so I'm okay. Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah like, you're fine. But, but oh, that's fine. Uh, that's a uh, that's a good fear to have. So like a lot of even if it's like a single player game, mm-hmm. uh, you know they're gonna say, oh, we can wedge in some analytics here or an ad server or something like that. So right. you just got to ping this, or you you know uh, some login universal username login feature or something like that. Uh, those won't exist forever. What? They won't. And some games will be able to handle that and some games won't. So, right. Yeah. And the other thing there that, that seems tough is that like, you know, a game like Ghost Trick on iOS, great game, right? Very, you know, clever, cool thing, adventure game. Yep. Uh, that game came out three or four years ago on iOS. Probably sold fairly well for that first launch. It was featured on iOS. Now it isn't. And I'm curious from Cap- I'm curious if the people at Capcom who know that they want to update that game and keep it up to date for the users who like it and have it, yeah. if they run into trouble like pitching that up the ladder to where they say they like, listen, they we need to fix this. Like, why? Yeah. You're not going to sell any more copies right. of that thing. You, you sell a copy a day. Yeah, that's crappy. And and it's hard to think about those platforms. It's important to think about those platforms in that way. Bum me out, And man. not just like it's they're like, going to be it's like forever. pro bono lawyer work. Mm. Making me sad. Yep. Sorry. It's all making. I like Ghost Trick. I like Ghost Trick. Is cool. <laughs> Play it on your PSP. I bought it. I think oh, I the bought DS. it on Is it a DS? DS. DS. Play on a DS. Yeah. I know. I played it on one of those. Yeah. I thought maybe I played it on iOS. It's gorgeous on iOS. Rich, can and you stick you around for a little anymore. longer? Uh, sure. What, yeah, let's do it. It's getting the... Uh, yeah. Uh, let's, we'll talk. Gundam is happening. No, I just... Uh, real quick. 
There's a new Gundam show. I'm watching it. Okay. Don't you can stop asking me about watching it. Of course I'm watching. <laughs> okay. It. I like uh, Gundam a whole bunch. Also happening Far Cry Primal. Oh, that's right. You're looking at me as if I I'm you looking at you after after this game. I just don't day. understand he freaked the out. Mysterious ways in which Ubisoft operates like <laughs> They they tweet this thing out and it's this live uh, video on YouTube. It's a Yule log. It's exactly the word I use. <laughs> yes, that is actually it. I'm you like, what the? You'll be. I'm log. like, what is this? So I'm watching it and I'm it, then got you. I watched it for two minutes and I'm like, okay, nothing's happening. It's just gonna turn over at one point. And then I just left the tab open, and eight hours later, a few more cave paintings show up. <laughs> nothing's changed. That's not how you. That's not how you do it. You you literally have to wait the amount of time it took for the ice age to end for this game well, what, to debut. Eventually, eventually they said, "Hey, all these cave paintings. Oh, that's that's Far Cry Primal." <laughs> <laughs> that's like, exactly Mr. Ubisoft came up. Yeah, he, yeah. he was Guillermo. He, yeah, he comes out. He's like, "Check it out. Check it out. You're gonna be you know fighting like mastodons and whatnot." <laughs> is that video still up? Like, I want to oh, know how that game it. is like. So that game reminds me of like the Shangri-La yeah. side missions from Far Cry 4, exactly. which were like my least favorite the trippy, part of Far like, Cry 4. Strange shit. I really like the story part of it. Definitely. Didn't yeah. necessarily love the game mechanics part yes. of it. No. So how is a whole game of basically no guns going to be fun? I trust them to do something cool. I just think there's there's a lot of like similar aesthetics with the the trippy thing that that and then and, and this primal game. I'm hoping at least that that's the similarities. No, there's, there have to be similarities. They yeah. But I'm. But do you think like we're doing a spinoff of those acid trips? No, definitely not. Right, yeah, yeah, I don't think they're doing that. Um, so yeah, and then we were talking about how are you going to get around? Like in the way I don't you get know. around, ride on a dinosaur. Cry. You can't ride a dinosaur. Why not? Because there were no dinosaurs in the acid. <laughs> it's a video game. Stop it. It's not a documentary. What if it's based on, but what if this is the finally, the crossover between Assassin's Creed and Far Cry we've always wanted? Oh, and Desmond shows up yeah. and he's just, yeah. Oh, so this, here it is. Okay, so here it is. It's still on somewhere on the it, internet. It's uh, Surprise, something's still on the internet. It was it was weird, right? You guys were with me where I was just. Uh, this makes total sense. I, it was if you one watch of those irrational... the flames flicker, you can see <laughs> the P, the R. This is like, it's going to be like a sound of thunder, just quote, uh, Stepping on a butterfly again, uh-huh. there will be guns in this game. Of course. That's gonna be, someone's right. going to go back in time and they're going to have guns. That'd do you think cool, this is a time travel thing? Do you think like they're no, setting it up? No. <laughs> and then like, you're like doofy they have spent, Californian They have spent dude. so much time perfecting the guns in Far Cry. How can they make a gun without a game without them? Uh, they'll do it. You'll throw spears really fast. It's like, they'll, you'll have a, yeah, you'll have a slingshot. Like, oh, slingshot's pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, you'll have a whole, a whole bunch of stuff that'll Crossbow. just be gun-like. It is kind of silly that you are this like ice age person and you're going to be like upgrading stuff. Uh-huh. Why? Why is that silly? We survived. I understand. No, most of us didn't. No, That's the thing. Yeah, that is the thing. What if the you- thi- and we were saying like, man, if you're fighting a like a saber tooth tiger or whatever, yeah. you're going to lose, man. Like, well, the I mean, people who survived stayed in their ha- in their the cave. They survived like twice. That yeah. was like, man, you survived a saber tooth tiger yeah. twice. Like, yeah, well, fucking Joe Far Cry over here killed thirty of them and turned them into a belt. <laughs> right, but, but but like also like uh, he's yeah. a hero. But he's like, amazing. But like you know, <laughs> this guy's amazing. Ed Far Cry went into a went into a, a camp with like forty guys with machine guns and walked out on skates. Yeah, I know. So it's different because people were you could still like talk to people. Well, what if you play a Kate? Like these guys, they're just gonna be grunting at each other. <laughs> like what's gonna language? I think they have language. Uh, in the listen, trailer, I'm not. An anth- I'm not an anthropologist, but I'm. 
I bet they communicated. Not they communicate. Of course, yeah. The way the like you point and you go that way. That's it. I you mean, don't think come, there was a language? I think I can't. I think the trailer had language. I don't think Did there's it? a written language. I need but to know. I'm, we're gonna learn a I'm, lot. I'm okay. This with, is an educational game. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with having that freedom to just do whatever the fuck. I dig that. But there is some ridiculousness. What if you play as, I don't know if the timeline checks out on this, Rich, maybe you can back me up here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? How what long if, ago was the Ice Age? <laughs> what if you play as a Neanderthal Ooh. Uh, and like Homo sapiens are on the rise and like you don't survive? I'm pretty sure that's cool. not how evolution works. What are you no, talking totally. about? They were side well, by like, side. But was, Haven't you watched Sliders? But wasn't the, there's also like, a documentary. There's also like <laughs> One branches, guy listening right? We're like, and huge migrational situations. Sure. Totally. Right? But there, were definitely, there was definitely conflict between Neanderthal and yeah, Homo sapiens. So they were Right, we that'd love, be kind of cool. And the Neanderthals are aliens. That, they have guns, and and they have guns. Oh, they have the guns. <laughs> yeah, that's why what they didn't survive. They had to go like, back home. Man, uh, like, like you know, there's, a, there's a Star Trek episode where uh, <laughs> dinosaurs evolve and go to another planet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's yeah. it called? There's a Voyager episode. It's called Dinosaurs. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> look it up. Like, there's like literally like like Voyager meets this family of uh, this family this whole race <laughs> i wish it was just the family yeah, it's, it's, it's the dinosaurs. dinosaurs not the mama yeah <laughs> they, uh, no but like they meet yeah, anyways that, tell me more about the cool. star trek dinosaurs that's kind of cool they're star trek dinosaurs right, did you get their voices for the game one day we met some new friends from out of town oh i love the show dinosaurs. <laughs> i don't know this Engage. Oh, look at them shake hands or pause. Nice. And joined in their battles against Genghis Rex and the evil Tyrannos. It's weird that he got that name. Genghis yeah. Rex. Yeah, Genghis Rex. Weird. All right. Uh, Rich, do you have to get going? Soon enough. Okay, because we're about to hit uh, some emails. These email, how long are the emails going to take? Probably uh, about an hour and a half. That's not true. No, we'll uh, we'll, we'll keep them short. If it's 10 minutes, I'll stick around. If it's not, I'm going to go. We can do them in 10. We can do them in 10. We can do them in 10, uh, Okay, let me start. Go, go. If you've got, if you've got email, emails, comments, questions, or concerns... Uh, email, email them to beastcast at giantbomb.com. Beastcast at giantbomb.com. Uh, hey, the long ones, I love them. I love a long email. Oh, yeah. I saw this firsthand. You love long emails. I forward them to myself so I can read them on the train. It's actually a bus. That was a lie. But I love long emails. <laughs> the rest of this is true. Uh, but let's get in here. Sometimes the long ones are tough to break down before we go. Uh, we got a couple of quickies here, uh, specifically for Austin coming in from oh, Kristen. Uh, uh, what's an acceptable format for citing video games in an academic paper or bibliography? That's a good question. Uh, so I use the I generally use Chicago Manual style. I used to use MLA. Uh, it kind of doesn't matter. What you should do is look at like the way film is is cited. Mm-hmm. Pick a similar thing. Name the the publisher or the studio if you can a director on the game. Um, but like the most important thing is with citation isn't like following the for like following the format is important. The most important thing is for your reader in edge cases like this, they can go find the thing mm-hmm. you're talking about and the specific thing that you're talking so about. So you have to put like level five. You can do that. You can say like this mission. I've done that before. Yeah, that's interesting. Totally. Um, because that way they know like, okay, if I boot up this game or I've had people like I've given the right citation and I've also included the citation of like, here's gameplay footage of the thing right. I'm talking about. And I'll cite that separately. It's a YouTube link. Yeah, totally. Nice. Giant bomb quick look. Yeah. Uh, dinosaurs were totally around. You could ride on them. You Far Cry ride. Primal. I, I saw yeah. <laughs> Far Cry. <laughs> That's right. going to answer so many questions. Uh, this one comes in from Joseph. I'm going to just paraphrase a bit here. 
I'm about to enter the Peace Corps, and thus I will have to give up gaming and a lot of other nice things. Mm. Uh, Joseph wants to know, if you were in a similar position where you had to give up games for a few years, what games would you play beforehand? Rich Gallup. I'd play Amp 3 by myself. And I'd play through all of Rampage on the NES with my brother. Would Aww. you? Yeah, Aww. we did. We used to do that every year. Oh, oh boy! Adorable. Yeah, uh, uh, we did. Actually, we did it in in college and high schools when we did it. And there's always this great. We, we follow the same curve every time. Where we're like, ah, oh, ha, ha, this is fun, eating each other, and then like, we really hate this game. Like, all right, now let's buckle down and finish it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, love hate. Yep. Uh, I would probably just go. I'd grab a bunch of couch co-op games and and try and get some some cats together and, and play like a. That chicken horse game was really yeah, fun. Was like that, fun. That style of uh, spending time with your friends. Spend time with friends and games. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So you're doing like last meal kind of stuff. I hope not. <laughs> well, no, if, but it's the same. What like, are you going to do? I don't know. I feel like if I knew I wasn't going to play a game for a couple of years, I would make myself like want to hate games. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So I would so become sure. a video game tester yeah. for THQ <laughs> circa 2002. <laughs> I, you could do that, or so you try and play the worst. I would know, or I would like Superman. try and you know, hundred percent some huge game that would like drive me crazy. Sure, right? You know, metal yourself. Yeah, off. I would like do that, or maybe try and hundred percent like GTA or something where you're like, man, I don't. You're burnt to, out. You want to get burnt out. Okay, so maybe Super Meat like Boy. That. Yeah, oh, this some is so much fun though. S- hardcore sort of like sadist. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. I'm torn. I think I'm going to take two the way the way Rich did. One, I'd probably play a bunch of Far Cry Two, which is like one of my favorite games, and like is I also would do the thing that that you would want to do, Jeff. I'm just like, man, fuck games. I love yeah. this game, but also fuck games. Yeah. The other thing is, I would finally go back with my friends uh, Janine and Art and actually beat the end of Knights of the Old or Star Wars: The Old Republic. We got to the final planet when that game launched. And didn't finish our character really? stories. Yeah, we're like level 59 of 60 or whatever, 49 of 50, and we didn't finish it. So I want to go back and finish my Jedi, my Dark Jedi Knight story. Okay. And that's like, I have, I can close off this. That's like your bucket list. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, okay, this uh, let's call this the last email. Uh, again, we got a lot of good ones. We got a lot about uh, Arctic Circle living. Uh, and uh, none of it? Is that what it was? Uh, none of it. None of it? None of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have none of it. <laughs> Uh, this one comes in though. Uh, name withheld. I don't know. Why. I picked this email. You did. So Rich it, thanks, Rich. I picked this email. Okay. Uh, why don't you read it? Why oh, you, you, and you paraphrase. Yep. All right. So uh, this name withheld person lives in New Zealand. The story comes from New Zealand. New Zealand has a large dairy industry. They make a lot of milk so much, uh, and people love their milk so much that a premium tier milk producer paired up with a big. Chocolate manufacturer to make high end chocolate milk. Ooh, this is a big deal. That sounds yeah. good to me. Right? of the gods. Here. People <laughs> went nuts over it. Uh, shipments would be sold out minutes after they arrived in Rich, stores. They went utterly nuts. Oh, utterly. Did it say that? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, Mr. Joke name withheld. <laughs> <laughs> Joke withheld. The real madness came when the demand was so high that Chinese bootleggers caught Damn. on and made their own with bottles which cloned the exact shapes and labels of the real stuff, made their own version with cheaper milk Ooh. and cheaper chocolate, no, you and can selling tell. it for slightly lower than the going rate for the real stuff. That's, is that really? That's the whole story. It's economics, baby. Yeah, you think, I love it. I wonder if it was good. I wonder if it was. I wonder if the premium stuff was good enough. Could you tell? Could I tell? I could, no. I wouldn't know if it Taste was like test. if this was like wine. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to tell. You, you get can't the cheap tell. stuff. I can't. I kind of. I want, said I would not yeah. be able to tell. Is the, wine wonder, is only as good as the restaurant you're in. 
Interesting. Ooh. We're from at home. What about, what, no, what about wine is only as good as the date you're on, though? Totally. Same like, thing. that's the thing. Yeah. Like, beer's one thing, or beer, a lot of beer tastes totally different. Uh, you yeah. kind of get away. For me, like, stuff like that, like wine, man. Yeah. It's only know. as good as the situation. It's a racket. It's like a 40. <laughs> Yeah. It's only as good wine as the people are with. Yeah. You, got, you guys got to get some of this chocolate milk. Yeah, I want, I, that's the bottom line. Yeah. No, no. The bootlegs. Yeah. I'll <laughs> both. both. Blind yeah, both. T- we'll yeah. do a blind taste test. Yep. I'm Double blind. Scared. That sounds good. All right. Uh, we've got a lot of other emails. I have received a fantastic email that I'm going to publish later on in my book uh, about batteries. It is, uh, <laughs> oh, my it is, shit. It is fantastic. And uh, if anybody wanted to catch the Periscope that uh, Austin did... Of us talking to, uh, uh, I think he was an aerospace engineer uh, about batteries. Yes, that's correct. Uh, that was amazing. Is that, that why you have fun. that subway bag of, of no out batteries? Yes, because I was cutting them open trying to figure <laughs> out. No, that's, that's <laughs> how do these work? <laughs> I, uh, they, they don't have battery recycling here, and that bums me out. And I talked. Yeah, I talked to. Uh, I talked to uh, the the manager here, and uh, he said, "Put them in a subway bag, leave them on your table." He said, that's, that's <laughs> "What well, kind of bat- like regular like batteries?" Okay. Yeah, he said, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll definitely look into that." It's like yeah, what kind of subway like, bag? It's a plastic one. It's plastic. <laughs> it's not not recyclable. Also, I'm really. Good. I put them in a diaper. Uh, we'll move on to corrections here, but uh, I want to thank everybody again for for sending in some emails. We keep them. Sometimes they're not all from the, the episode you think they're from. Uh, corrections. Send them in to beastcast at giantbomb.com. Uh, let's go quickly here. We got a couple in, but I'm going to attribute this one to Matt. Calling out uh, Jeff Bacalar on fortune cookies. Fortune cookies were originally Japanese. You know what's funny what's is funny? Uh, I told the ninety nine percent invisible story a little <laughs> inaccurately. Yeah. <laughs> so we got uh, Matt specifically here uh, says uh, episode number one eighty two. A sweet surprise awaits you. Yeah, that's that was the one. On ninety nine percent invisible uh, clears this up. It goes into the history of fortune cookies, uh, and they are indeed Japanese, not Chinese. I think that was the part when you're walking and you take your earbuds uh-huh. out yeah. and you're you ordering keep, your coffee and you let the podcast yeah. play. Keep going. You'll you get back in and it's like, <laughs> there's no catch up. There's no, don't worry you know, about it. If you're <laughs> just joining us. Yeah. That 30 seconds ago. All right. Next one comes in. Uh, this is a, a bit of a clarification here about uh, meteorologists. And this one comes in from Andrew. Uh, it says, Vinny, you are correct in saying that not all TV meteorologists have a meteorology degree from the university. Uh, he then goes on to call out Al Roker as not having a meteorology degree. Somebody here looked that up Shots and said he, fired. Had, he, he had one. No, no, he did not have one. He, he doesn't. He did not have one. Oh, I thought he had one. No, no he doesn't. He he had been temporarily previously awarded like a like a seal from the uh, Meteorologist Association. Oh, like and he an honorary have, degree sort of thing? Basically like, hey, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Good job, Al. Yeah. And he, he doesn't have that anymore. He uh, got it. The, the, you got it revoked. So the, the part I didn't know is that uh, uh, Andrew goes on to say there is no official criteria that needs to be met to call yourself a meteorologist. It's not like being a doctor or a nurse or a dentist. So or a I, chef. I, I would appreciate yes, <laughs> chef. I would appreciate if you guys all referred to me as a meteorologist from now on. Uh, another interesting fact goes on. Andrew is to say some TV stations will say they have the Doppler Max nine thousand. Let's check it out or the Tornado. Detector Omega Radar, yeah. or is that other silly name? However, 99% of all TV stations, radar apps, and web pages use the exact same radars yeah. and data. That's kind of, anyone else think that's kind of like not to take anything away, 
Where it's like they build this amazing, sophisticated weather instrument and then let like a <laughs> kindergarten class name it. It's like, come on, get out of here. I thought I I split the difference here of like I thought they maybe had their own tech, but then marketing had to name it. Okay, you know, oh yeah, yeah. This, yeah, oh yeah, local, regional, you know, Columbus, Ohio launched a satellite, <laughs> and, and they just they, that's it. Satellites are hard, right? No, it's that's, that's what that's, I saw the Martian. I didn't we have see an aerospace engineer to talk to, so yeah. it's true. Let's go. He knows how yeah. batteries work. National Weather Service operates about 160 radars across the country, and since we're paid by tax, uh, we are paid by taxpayers. Oh, I'm sorry, he is a meteorologist. Yes. Andrew, yeah, he is. Uh, all the data is freely available to the public. Did you know that the dude who wrote The Martian used to be a game developer? I did. I read The Martian. Yeah, he worked on Warcraft 2. Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Really? That explains a lot. I know this was like his first... uh, My my brother's soon-to-be brother-in-law, I believe, published... Helped publish The Martian. Cool. He said uh, it was like his first shot. He was like, yeah, I wrote this. It's a good book. Uh, It's weird. It's awesome, right? Everyone loves it. The book is weird. Like the, I read the book, and then it's like... This astronaut, like, basically, like, saying, Booyah! I did it! And I was like, oh, how is this going to translate to, like, everybody thinks he wasn't choice. He yeah. wasn't choice. Oh, you're saying he wasn't Did you rap? see it? No, I haven't seen it, but okay. when I read the book, I did not picture Matt Damon. It's a, it's a, it's a fun, like, the book for me got interesting when they start going back and forth a bit. Like, you, you get the home back on Earth and some of that stuff. Are you just saying an astronaut wouldn't speak like this? He's, le- he's leaving logs, right? So it's right. logs, and he's, like, writing this stuff Doesn't down. Doesn't it start and, off where he's like, I'm fucked? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But like in the logs, he's just like, I made water. Booyah, let's go. And it's like, that's how, that's going to be a weird himself. one. What's that? He's alone. He's alone. Space madness. But he's like typing. I don't know. I, I'll, I'll be very curious to see how this translated into the movie. I did like the book, though. Uh, anyway, thanks, Andrew, uh, for the correction there. And that is going to do it. Thank you, Rich Gallup, so much for your time. Thanks for having me. Thank All you right. for sticking it yes. out. We'll see you guys. Comic-Con is in process right now. I'm actually heading there. Uh, as you guys are listening to this on Friday, Jeff, you were there on the show floor a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we will not on Giant Bomb East have a live show today. If you're catching this in the morning, uh, I will be away. Austin Walker, thank you hey. very much. Jeff Backler, thank you very much. Of course. Alex should be back next week. Uh, we'll hear all about his trip and his travels. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the BeastCast. We do appreciate it. And, uh, again, if you want to send in any comments, questions, send them to BeastCast at GiantBomb.com. And have a fantastic rest of your day. 